please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program episode. Oh, boy, we did a lot of pre-show preparation. I didn't ask this. 26-7? Yeah, baby. 2607. Uh, we welcome you in, and I'm gonna quote my uh, I'm gonna quote my own act from the early uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, this is also day eight of my head held hostage by this haircut. <laughs> this is a boy. That's a classic Pardo bit that was. Uh, boy, I gotta bring that back. That's a good. That's a good joke. Uh, for those that didn't uh, hear on the isolation files, and if uh, you're not a member of the pl- uh, the platinum level, uh, now's a great time to jump in and do that. Not, not an ad for that by any means, but uh, we are doing an extra episode over there. Uh, and this week we played trivia with uh, super fan Jeremy Herbal, and. Uh, People seem to enjoy it. They, they, they liked the play-along factor. Yeah. So uh, what we, we made should, one, uh, one of those again. You should say we're doing an extra episode in addition to the extra episode. <laughs> That's right. We're hey, doing- Matt, can you turn yourself up a little bit so I can yeah. hear you a little bit louder? Thank you. Uh, check, but check, check. I did reveal on that particular, on that isolation file, the isolation file number four, that I cut my own hair down to the... Uh, it's it, it's military level. It's military length. I have to be honest. It already looks more like your normal haircut again. Like last Friday, Thursday, whenever that was, it looked crazy. Yeah. And now it looks, I'm starting to see a little length in the front there. Uh, you know what? I, I appreciate you saying that, but I'll be honest. That's the one spot it's not growing yet. It's growing out back here on the, uh, what do you call those? The corners of your head? Mm. The, the peaks? The, uh, not, it's the not horns? The dome. The, the horn the horn section where the horn would be <laughs> the horn section you know i got a three piece up there i got the trombones on one side and i put the uh, the right. woodwinds on the other side how many uh, trombones jimmy 76 idiot why do you not, i'm not mad at you i'm just anybody that would ever ask that question is an idiot it's always 76 that's how many lead the big parade and we're gonna have a parade when this uh, coronavirus crisis is over anyway I cut my hair down to military level. Uh, I've been told re- uh, very recently that it's starting to look like it's growing out. <laughs> I, I got to um, say, the camera loves it. I don't know what I know. Your household's not uh, not uh, on board, but the camera thinks it's OK. You know, I haven't heard anything negative from the household uh, since day one. And that uh, and, and th- that was nothing but negativity. That was, <laughs> and they weren't wrong. That was a night that was it was awful. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Well, uh, but you know what? It feels I'll tell you this. It feels nice to wake up and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to put a gelatin up there. You don't have to put a mousse up there. I think every time I've I've buzzed my hair, it's that's the main reason is that I love being able to just go. It is what it is. I get up. It looks the same way as it looked when I went to sleep the night before. Yeah. Well, now you play games with that hat. That's all you do now. This soccer i i would want i would care i'd be curious to know what your wardrobe would be matt if soccer didn't come to town <laughs> what would That's you a good question uh what was i wearing before i became obsessed with lafc and uh hmm. I, I i don't know just hamilton wear were you wearing i was wearing hamilton? some hamilton shirts probably some star wars shirts 
I'm trying to think of what's still in my drawer that I that I pass over every time I reach in and grab a soccer jersey. Um, this is just a regular T-shirt for the U.S. women. They won the championship. They won the World Cup last year. I don't know if you guys heard. Is it still not a soccer-related it, shirt? It is soccer-related. I'm just saying it's not an official jersey. I'm not pretending it is. Uh, okay. No, hey, nobody, nobody was <laughs> accusing you of pretending that was a real jersey. There was some. I heard some. Uh, I could feel the the scorn out in the audience. Uh, are you Are you feeling like maybe you might join the women's soccer team and help them out at some point? I mean, I, that would be a dream come true. I would love to be a part of that organization for you. For me, it would be great. For them, they have no need for me or no interest. But uh, I don't know uh, what I could. Per- I don't know what I could. Uh, what What can I offer? I guess I could. I could host a, a U.S. Women's National Team podcast or something, and and uh, just chat with them once a week or once a month. Why Why don't you do that? Because you're not qualified. Again, you're not the right they guy have for it? no need and no interest. They have, <laughs> They have all the resources in the world to have someone with a microphone do that for them. They They don't need me to do it. You don't think you're the right guy. I mean, I think, you're I, the right think the right they don't think I'm the right guy. I don't think they think I'm right, the right guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, hang on. Go back. Oh, it reminded me of a story. My uh, back in. Uh, I don't know if this was it was a very big thing to do. My generation was to wear, um, you know, we all got them for Christmas. So, you know, jerseys of our favorite football teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Chicago, of course, there are a lot of bears. Um I had a I had a Minnesota Vikings one. My friend Chris O'Donnell had a Vikings one. Somebody had a Seahawks, so on and so forth. Uh, but Mike DiBenedetto, he was a Miami Dolphins fan, or at least was a fan of the jersey. Maybe like the Larry Zonka. <laughs> uh, so we would all, you know, we you'd come home from Christmas break. We'd all have our new jerseys. Everybody would be excited to show their new jersey off. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't go to a school that had uniforms or anything, but so we would wear these jerseys uh, to show support for the team that we got and also to show off our, our gifts. Um and then we all went off to high school and unbeknownst to us uh, on Fridays, the football team would wear their jersey prior to the weekend games. We didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so I remember Mike Benedetto calling me up and like, you know, I had moved away. We, I wasn't really friends with those guys anymore. But Mike called me up and said, uh, hey, you want to look like a big asshole? Wear your Dolphins jersey on football day. <laughs> and uh, I just to this day, remember that from, you know, 19, uh, that'd be 1980. Yeah. Uh, and just la- how he laughed at himself, where so many other people would have uh, maybe not laughed about it. But uh, he I'm, did and uh, felt the fool. I'm surprised that there were people that you grew up with who were fans of any other team than the Bears. That's kind of strange to me. I think it was uh, fans of, you know, maybe like I say, uh, maybe Larry Zonka, like fans of players. Yeah. Like I know some people like the Steelers, too, because that was like, you know, that uh, Franco Harris era. What, were think. the Bears bad before '85? I like they weren't good. Okay, maybe that's part of it too. You know, like, Bob Avellini was your quarterback. Okay. I mean, how good are you going to get when you got Avellini in the uh, hot spot? <laughs> Literally, don't know. Uh, yeah, I, by the way, he may have been the greatest. I have no idea. I, I think I, I remember. I remember my stepfather and people being very upset at Bob Avellini. Mm-hmm. I couldn't name you one other player from that. Well, other Walter Payton, of course. When did he? Uh, I don't know when he course. started. Like. Uh, I know he was a you know the sort of MVP guy for that Super Bowl run in '85, but was he uh, playing he was, in '80? I want to say he was even big in the um, uh, in the '70s. Really, sweetness? Yeah, because um, uh, again, look that. I'll look up Walter Payton uh, career because I, I I remember him being great when I lived in hometown and we moved from hometown in 1980. Wow. Okay. So he was big, and then you know they did that. Uh, is it Carly Simon that nobody does it better? Mm-hmm. There would be a lot of montages of him playing the game to that song. That was like, yeah. 
Uh, every local sport did that. And I want to say George Michael Sports Machine did it on a Sunday. George uh, Michael from Wham? He had a sports show. <laughs> wow. And in yeah. America, even. That's so strange. Most, yeah. most Brits it, don't even understand American football. It made no sense. Then he kept calling it soccer. And, uh, <laughs> so that was very confusing. Oh, so he was very mixed up. He didn't know what he was even talking about, what sport he was talking about. You don't have to know. You think he's mixed up? Listen to that Wham rap. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the guy's name was George Michael, and it was uh, very confusing that when the famous George Michael showed up, that you know we uh, we would do the jokes in the opposite direction of the sports guy is now a yeah, yeah. pop star. Right, uh, Garen, what do you got for uh, Walter Payton? Good old number thirty-four. They call him Sweetness. That's right. Uh, what What do you want to know? His rushing yards, his yards per carry, his no, just rushing touchdowns. When, what is? I, I don't when believe he those came things ever came out of my mouth. Um, his receptions. His I guess I'm asking yards. when his career start, <laughs> career started. Did, when did he, he win any MVPs? And if so, what year? Uh, he went uh, 90, 1975 to nineteen eighty seven with the Chicago Bears. Oh wow! Yeah. He no won idea. MVP in nineteen seventy seven. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, Super Bowl twenty. Uh, Man of the Year, 1977. Offensive Player of the Year, 77. NFC Offensive Player of the Year, 77. I'm going to say, Matt, I'm just basing this on my memories as a child. I want to say he was huge in 77. Sounds like he had a really good year. Same year as Star Wars came out. That must have been exciting. Oh, it had to be very exciting for him. If I knew anything about sweetness, he loved Vader. Oh, did he love Vader? Oh, he was a a Sith Lord. He was not on the... He liked the dark side. Rebels. And... uh, that's why he fooled people with that sweetness uh, moniker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually was from the dark side, and sweetness was to fool you all. But look out. Here he comes over the top. That is very Sith-like to be duplicitous like that. You pretend you're good, and then you're actually bad. All I could do is take your word for it, or my buddy Kylo's. <laughs> well, actually, I guess there's really only one guy who did that, which was Emperor the Emperor. He pretended he was good. Who did we talk oh, about? Yeah. Palpatine? That's right. Did went. I get that right? Yeah, Emperor. Mm-hmm. He was a senator, and uh, he was acting like he was uh, a good guy, and he was secretly uh, scheming to uh, take over the whole galaxy. Senator, please. Am, 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 am I am I observing and making a new observation here that uh, Emperor Palpatine and Mr. Burns are very very close? Oh wow, that is. I'm sure that's been noted before, but I never. I don't think I ever really thought about it. Definitely. Although I don't think that voice, of course, that you heard was Elliot Hoberg, our video guy. Now, video, if you're watching the video, Elliot, you seem to be somewhere new that you're not in the studio for some reason. Oh, uh, oh, I never turned that on. Uh, I'm sorry. That's my apartment. Let (laughs) me uh, let me just fix that. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got what I wanted out of it. <laughs> what did you want out of it? What did you want out of it? I don't know. I, think I don't the, know why you had the wrong background on. I don't know why you made a production out of this. I, I think that what the listener needs and the viewer needs to understand is that Elliot said, hey, uh, I'm not going to change my background yet because I've got a little bit worked out. So let's just do it on the show. And we're like, OK, great. Let's see what this is. The bit was he changed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, to, to be fair, I... Wait, wait. I with some horrible acting leading up to the change. <laughs> I, I, I had thought that it would give Jimmy something to uh, complain about oh, or ask I about. You. Or... you know what? You're uh, right. Okay. In fairness, you are right. Still... All right. Go back to it so I can get mad then. All right. Well, I enough. still, but before we do that, just for, for tradition, I do All have right. to play this. Oh. <laughs> That was a joke? Yeah. I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. Ice, ice, Jimmy. You're in. 
That was me on percussion, by the way. In case you're just listening to the show, that was me on percussion. <laughs> well, well done. I pulled out. I got the congas over here. I bought some congas. I, I thought this is the best time to learn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Actually, not going to drive your family crazy. Congas. I'm thinking about joining the uh, Los Angeles Sound Machine. So I, uh, <laughs> uh, they're missing. A, they're, they're down a conga player. And I said, fellas, let me get it to you. And I'll try to see what I can uh, learn with the, uh, we call them the skins. Okay. I'm sure you do. Uh, and uh, We so call them the I, zest over here. Fuck you. That's a callback to the Isolation Files episode. If you're not a Platinum member, now's the time to jump in so you could appreciate uh, how unnecessary it was for Elliot to bring that back up. Uh, Elliot, so is that your house? What is that behind you? So, so that's another is, picture. That's not a live background. That's correct. This is uh, I had a I had a Zoom meeting that I had to do uh, for the neighborhood council, and my I didn't want my house to show up, so I was like, I looked for a photo that I had of my house, and it turned out this is from. 2011 maybe yeah, it uh, looks like 2012 mm. but i'll if you say it's 2011 mm. could be 2012 could be 2012 so my my house configure first of all uh, my house isn't configured this way anymore but uh but it's kind of for me it's kind of neat because i'm like oh i switched the sides of this and there's there's shelves here now and i don't have those uh, uh stripper club lights anymore um <laughs> i was wondering about that so. there's like your staircase is lit yeah with a little led strip would you come stumbling in at night from the uh, that meat market near your house and not know how to get the uh, whoever you brought home up those steps? Yeah, yeah, you know it's very very difficult for me, especially at night. So I like to have uh, lights. Are there? Now, is there uh, on the right side, away from the stripper lights? Uh, is there a, is there a banister there? Oh uh, well, there's a banister here. Do you mean here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, because it kind of blends in from uh, in yeah. the stairs. Oh, I see. Brown on brown. And what about uh, Roger Banister? Right, is he it? there? Jimmy's favorite baseball player. Who's that? What? Alan Bannister. Alan Ban. Oh, it's Alan Bannister. I, What'd you call him? Roger Bannister. <laughs> uh, there may have been a Roger. I know there was a Jeff Bannister, but there may have also been a Roger. So, in fairness to you, there may have been a player. Well, they were all about the safety back then in the old days. Baseball got to have a lot of Bannisters. Make sure no one's falling down. Do you think the players still wear cups, protective cups? Now I would. Of course. It seems like, but it doesn't, it, it, it seems, I, I would too, Elliot, and I'm sure this is a ridiculous question, but it, it seems so antiquated, the cup. It seems like, uh, yeah, like maybe but, it's built into the pants now or oh, something. I, I don't know. But if, if, if you're, if you're a batter and you've got, what do they do? A hundred miles an hour average between baseball, 90 and a hundred mm -hmm. uh, and that hits you in the groin. It's like, basically, done, buddy. it's like getting shot with one of those like riot control beanball guns or beanbag oh. guns. Hey, by the way, I'll be more than happy to throw a ball at you the fastest I can do it in the balls. And, and I, don't, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want a but ball like, thrown 40 miles an hour into my nuts. Like, I think that would be but, awful. But I think you could die if that happened with a 100-mile baseball mm -hmm. to, the, to the groin. I mean, Jeez. like, they wear helmets on their heads. Yeah. That's what a cup is. It's a helmet on your other head. It's a tiny <laughs> helmet for your tiny head, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yep. What? Uh, hey, by the way, prior to us starting here, a couple of things we got to address. Um... Uh, Matt, you had mentioned that uh, they're doing, we talked about this in the isolation files. Let's just knock this out very quickly. Mm -hmm. That there are people that are, are members of that. I keep bringing up the platinum service, but we, uh, only because we're doing that isolation files now and uh, we made reference to it. Um, uh, there are folks that uh, are willing to buy subscriptions for some people if they're having trouble with their finances during this time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Elliot just put it up on this. Well, they don't have it on the screen if they're a... Uh, that's helpful uh, to me, though, because I can then read it out to people. Okay, you read it out then, Matt. Explain what's happening, please. Okay, so there, there, uh, 
the, the Matt, woman, you go ahead and explain it. I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Elias put up the uh, email. You go ahead then re, uh, All right. explain what's going on and then use that email to express what needs to be done. Roger that, Jimmy. Roger Bannister. Uh, I'm going to say it now. Uh, Christy Colleen runs the uh, Never Not Funny fan group on Facebook. Not our official page, but the fan group. And uh, she did a very cool thing. I don't remember when this started, actually. Maybe last year. Uh, or the year before she started doing a thing where uh, there were people, there were fans of never not funny who uh, wanted to gift a subscription to the show to people who couldn't afford to uh, sign up for what was then the players club. Now the platinum. And so uh, they did it again this year. And, um, and now uh, she thought it'd be nice to do another round of it. Now that we're all in quarantine and uh, there may be people who are, are fine. Their finances are affected. So, we announced it. She put it on the Facebook page uh, in the group, and she announced it. We announced it uh, in the uh, the platinum, I guess, in the isolation files. And now there's a bunch of people who have volunteered to uh, to be donors to give the money to to purchase the subscriptions. And so there's a bunch of open slots for anybody uh, who either has never been a platinum subscriber or Players Club subscriber, or someone who has been. But uh, their financial situation maybe has changed in the last month and they need some help. Uh, what you should do is either go to the group and you'll find that the post is pinned at the top, I believe. And uh, you can put your name in there and say, hey, yes, I would love this. And uh, it's a one year thing, by the way, uh, uh, one year subscription to the platinum subscription uh, at the the $5 a month level. And if you don't have Facebook or don't want to go there, you can email Christy at the Christy Colleen at gmail.com. That's T H E K R I S T I C O L L E E N. And I don't know if I'm saying Colleen or Colleen. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, but, uh, because I apparently we were saying it wrong in the last episode, <laughs> but uh, but I still don't know what the right answer is. Uh, so the Christy Colleen at Gmail. Wait, Garen's got it. Garen, so you- Garen might have an update on this. No, I was just gonna say um, that the fan group is called Never Not Funny, the Jimmy Pardo Podcast fan group Thank on you. Facebook. In case you guys want to join that, um, like Matt was saying, and then go there and check out check check out the hook because we never talked about the fan group so we might as well push that's true yeah yeah if you want to talk to other never not funny fans it's it's the it's a group that we do not visit we do not go there uh we're not a part of it so if people are if you want to you can speak freely about the show over there and uh from what i understand that almost always goes well (laughs) 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 Uh, with some minor uh interruptions to the good vibes but yeah uh, join the facebook uh fan club fan group if you want to and if you want a free uh gifted subscription to the platinum that's where to go or just email christy at once again it is the christy colleen at gmail.com that's T-H-E-K-R-I-S-T-I-C-O-L-L-E-E-N at gmail.com. And yeah, I just really want to say thank you so much to everybody uh, who's who's donating this. Obviously, we're a business. We're affected by this situation like everyone else is. And uh, so we really appreciate those people who are able to uh, to give their support, uh, you know, help helping to keep us going, too. Uh, that's very uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very touched by it and uh, really appreciate everyone who's uh involved in that and especially christy thank you for uh for doing this because it's a lot of christy colleen or christy colleen (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right that uh, that one that one 
Uh, and yeah, if you, uh, as I am grateful for all of our listeners, uh, no matter what feed you're listening to, if you want to hear me get uh, more and more melancholy, come over to the Platinum. Uh, <laughs> you will hear me say thank you over and over and over again because uh, uh, during this time, it is uh, it is nice to have this show and it is nice to have the extra shows to do. And uh, so uh, everybody's welcome. And uh, luckily, these uh, these people with these kind hearts are uh, willing to get more people involved in. Uh, uh, listen to those extra shows. So, uh, all right. And then also, Matt, you have a T-shirt update? Uh, yes. Uh, I was just going to quickly say, though, we, you mentioned the kind hearts. Kind hearts, big pants can't lose. That's what I always say. Is that the? Is that how it goes? Kevin Meany's uh, parents. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was the, sure. isn't that the thing from Friday Night Lights? Kind hearts, big uh, pants. I don't think it was big pants. Really? No, I think that was Kevin Meany. I think you're combining yeah, Friday Night Lights and Kevin well, Meany's Because they, when you when you play football, obviously everyone everyone who's ever watched football knows that they wear gigantic pants when they play. So that's no, why I they don't said think you're that. watching football. That's what that's what they do, and that's why I thought that was such a clever thing for them to say. No, you're thinking of a clown. Or Clowns MC Hammer. Big pants. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I am thinking of MC Hammer. <laughs> that's right. It's it's you can't touch it. <laughs> you can't literally cannot touch it. Nope. Uh, and by the way, where's that parody video for uh, for the times we're living in? Listen, we're <laughs> we're days away from it. There's no question. Must, we're days someone away. must have done it already. They probably just did a bad job, and that's why it didn't go viral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, well, yeah, I had the thought, and I and I shot it, and I edited, it, I put it up, and nobody seemed to care for it. <laughs> you know, there's been the Neil Diamond did his own with Sweet Caroline, mm-hmm. um, and then Rich uh, Rick Springfield did one with. Uh, human touch he has that song human touch he did a a version of that about uh how we shouldn't have human touch at the moment or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck i don't know what he did uh i mean i do but i just can't remember yeah uh, um so yeah you're right uh, where is stanley burrell right now <laughs> what is stan doing that's a good question i hope he's getting getting by okay I, i'm sure he's fine i know he had those financial difficulties in the uh, uh in the 90s but mm-hmm. maybe he's on the other side of that now we can only hope jimmy me too, buddy. All right, t-shirts quickly. Yes, uh, the 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 tool to submit your t-shirt size is finally on the site. I'm sorry it took so long, but again, this for platinum people, Matt. This is for this is for platinum plus and platinum primo people. So ten dollar and twenty dollar level subscribers uh, will be getting a, a never not funny platinum t-shirt. And you to to get your shirt, you must go to uh, the site and click on the platinum link at the top, and then click perks. And on the perks page, you will see a drop down menu that says has all the different shirt sizes. Select your size, add some bit, and then uh, please also double check that your your correct shipping address is in your profile on our site so that we send the shirt to the right place. And if you don't have any address in there, then it won't get sent. We need your address to be in there uh, to send it, obviously. So uh, have at it. You already you uh, everyone who uh, is in, in a 10 or 20 dollar level will have already received an email about this. But this is just a reminder or maybe that email somehow didn't reach you that uh, please submit your shirt size and uh, double check your shipping address. And that is how you will receive your shirt. We will. They are in production now, but uh, we don't know. I guess they'll start shipping out. Pretty, pretty soon, right, Jimmy? I mean, Mario's I working so, away you know, on it. Mario received the first batch from the supplier, the first batch of, of shirts. And again, the second batch may be there as we speak. Or it may not be there for another week or two. Like, right. uh, shirts will be going out slowly but surely. Yeah, so don't freak out if you start seeing people on Facebook with their shirt and you haven't gotten yours yet. I mean, you can always email us if you want to to check if we've shipped it. But uh, 
but please don't everyone do that because that's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot potential a lot of emails we just ask for your patience as we uh, try to fulfill all those orders Listen, we're all navigating uh, navigating different times right now. We're going, I don't know what's going on in the rest of the world, but here we're going through uh, these, this COVID-19 crisis. And, I don't know what uh, that is. I don't oh, know what it's affecting everybody. What's going on? It's, it, listen, I don't want to bore people with it, but uh, the president gives a very, very uh, well-spoken uh, speech about it every single day. So if you want to know uh, the latest, uh, uh, listen to uh, that, because he is spot on. He has not been wrong a single time. He has been spot on every single day. So... Uh, <laughs> Listen, and then remember November, exactly. That's your guy. Um, One thing this new way of doing our show has revealed to me is that Elliot's making a lot of comedy faces throughout the show. <laughs> I guess that I wasn't intended to be a comedy face. Well, I it was legit it, it angry. Actually, it actually made me laugh out loud. But uh, OK, fair enough. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Sounds the like when we get back into the studio, then, Matt, you want to shift around his uh, video nope. gear so you can see the face. No, nope. yeah. I'm just glad that because the, the viewers can see his face. I don't need to see it, but I'm glad that he's adding a little extra comedy. For <laughs> I don't them. think he's adding. I think that's what he's always done. And then but it, so it's, it's just it's just it's new to me, I guess. Yeah, sure. he steals focus. You and I, <laughs> yeah. or even Garen, could be in the middle of a uh, of a rant, and then all of a sudden he's over there going, ang, 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 ang. <laughs> and then it goes back to you making a a, a good point. Uh, oh well, that's you. what he does. He's a clown. He wears those big pants you spoke of. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's probably true. This guy's trouble, man. Yeah. Did you leave your house today, Elliot? Today? No. When's the last time you left your house? That's a very serious question. Uh, you mean left left the property? Went off-site? Yeah. M- might have been the last time we recorded in studio. Is that right? You have not left? Mm. You haven't gone I got, out to the I store? Got, I got groceries delivered on Sunday. Wow. All right, you went out and you greeted that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, But you haven't driven your car then maybe in two weeks? That's probably accurate, yeah. And you're not taking oh. walks around the neighborhood at all? No. Should I? Yeah. I, I'd like to get get some circulation going at least. I mean, yeah, are you doing some calisthenics? I've been thinking about that a little bit. But the problem is, uh, in my neighborhood, uh, there are plenty of, I'm going to use the word assholes, um, <laughs> not wearing masks. Just yeah. like nothing's wrong. I'm just going outside. No big deal. Yeah, but, but being outside is, you're supposed that's supposed to be the, the, the safest place. Yeah, except that our mayor has told us, if you go outside, wear a mask. Hmm. He has he has did, said that. Did he say if you go outside wear a mask or if you go somewhere where there's people? I wear thought a he mask? I thought he said. Oh well, if, I, you go if to I'm store. out there, I'm people. Yeah, I get a conge- congested area, a store, doctor's office, post office. That's how I interpreted yes. it. Dry cleaner, gas station. I guess so. Pool hall. <laughs> you know that the, the, that place across the street from you, that meat market you like to go to. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's about walking around the neighborhood. Uh, although. Uh, I think that's a by choice. That's a by choice. Hey, that's, that's, a by choice. A, that's a spicy choice. Did you guys hear the fan on my computer? All of a sudden, the fan on my computer is uh, no. ramping up. Uh, that hasn't happened before. Well, uh, this is... Seems a, to be calming down. We're in a whole new time, Jimmy. There's things that are going to be happening you've never experienced, like your fan. Way, as soon as I mentioned it, it quieted down as if it was a shame it showed itself. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, oh, oh, shit, he hears me. Shut it down. Shut it down. Part was on to us. I will say that... We got a team of fans in there. Like, when we go for family walks, I do not wear a mask. Uh, Elise and Zoe are, but Charlie and I are not. And partly because you're men, right? You're not little well, ladies. Charlie, try, we don't we don't have one that fits Charlie's tiny head. So that was part of the yeah. issue with him. He tried to wear one and it just kept falling off and he got upset. 
but uh but my my interpretation was that if if you're keeping if you're outside and you're keeping more than six feet away from everyone else which we are then uh it's okay Mm. um but i don't know that maybe now that you've said that it's going to be in my head and i'll probably start wearing a mask outside every day garen's got something garen cockrell's got something that he alerted us to with uh, if i can the gayest wave i've ever seen (laughs) especially from him I don't know if we're allowed to say those words anymore, but uh, that was a little, hey, hello. Yeah, I didn't know if that was your hand or B. Arthur's hand from coming out of your T-shirt. <laughs> How are you? Cocktail? Uh, go ahead, Garen. You, uh, you've got some uh, information? Yeah, so L.A., it's when you go into, um, like, shops, businesses that are dealing with people. Um, but in Beverly Hills, they're required even when you just go for a stroll in the neighborhood. So it uh, might vary by by city, by locale. Mm, interesting. So. Why did Beverly Hills make that call? What are those rich people doing? Because they know where they've been. They're they know where they've been. They know where they, they don't do anything. They send their their assistants to do everything. They have private jets and yachts. They're going to Malta. Did you guys see that uh, Calabasas has overtaken Beverly Hills as the most wealthy uh, neighborhood or town in Los Angeles County? Dude, that makes sense. My buddy Jimmy Panko used to live up there. <laughs> yeah. The second he moved out, they said, you know what? Let's raise it. We, we finally <laughs> lost the trombone idiot. Let's, uh, now we're down to 75. What do we do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I did not see that. I think him leaving would have probably affected it because he's very he must be very rich being in Chicago for 50 years. Well, and also the fact that he wrote Color My World. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and make me smile. Uh, those are two of you know his big hits. But Color My World alone has got to be played a, a, a zillion times. Right. Uh, so, yeah, yes, it's just interesting. You know, when I was growing up, Beverly Hills was such a it wasn't a place. It was a. It was an idea. It was the. Mm-hmm. It was. It represented. Sure. In the eighties, it was like the ultimate representation of 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 financial success, and uh, that's there was you know there were literally three or four movies I think with Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Down and Out Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hills Troop Beverly Hills Troop Beverly Hills, and then in the nineties Beverly Hills Ninja and Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That might have been the two thousands, but uh, but yeah, it's. It's funny that to think that maybe that concept is, is would start to fade out. If is, are we going to have a Calabasas cop or something instead? Right. What would that even be? I mean, it would be the same idea. It's just uh, I think in it would Calabasas. be about a trombone theft. <laughs> or I a only know one guy that lives theft. in Calabasas. Apparently, don't we know somebody else that lives in Calabasas? Um, no, I mean, the, I think the reason it's up there is because, you know, Kanye and Kim Kardashian live there. All the Kardashians live there and a bunch of other rappers. It's so hard to keep up with that family. Well, there's a TV show to... that'll take care of that for you, Jimmy. You just turn it on every week and uh, it'll take, just take care of you. It's so difficult to keep up with them. Um, what uh, I, I'm curious, because I thought about this recently, too, as I was watching a um, Rockford Files mm-hmm. and he went to uh, Beverly Hills and I'm with you, Matt. The growing up, it was like a it was a an idea more than it was an actual location. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear about you know Don Rickles and and the, the Gabors and all these famous people from that era living in Beverly Hills. Yes. And then you know Johnny Carson and Barbara Streisand and those they'd be in Malibu, but Beverly Hills, like. But I'm curious in that time where they bought their house, like obviously it was worth a ton of money at the time mm. but what was it two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> like when you see the houses now yeah. that go for like three million dollars 
what did they buy them for? Like what what crazy return are they getting if they wanted to, if they bought then and sold now? I can give some perspective to that because because I didn't live in Beverly Hills, but my dad bought a house in Brentwood in uh, 1971 mm-hmm. and sold it in like 2004. Okay. And I believe he paid about 200 grand in 71 and sold for just under a million in 2004. And, and if he would have waited even longer, he'd make more money, no? Or- right. And, and also, like a lot of the people in our neighborhood, <clears throat> the, there were a lot of tract houses in the canyon that we lived in. Uh, but then some people would tear those down and replace them with big mansions and so forth. Right. Um, he never did that. He just kept the same track house. He added a garage to it, but that was it. So had he you know, built a two-story, you know, modern something or other, it probably would have been even more than that. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, well, we wish everybody luck. They made a nice profit on any sort of uh, piece of real estate. <laughs> um, now's the time to get in. It seems like now's the time to buy more than ever. Really? I don't know if yeah. that's true at all. And he sold at the top of the market and then bought into Arizona. Yeah, that actually, it, to do all that before the 08 crash was probably yeah. very good. That was good, but then, but then he, he, the house he bought in Arizona, uh, that that didn't go as well. Yeah. Is yeah. it? I got a buddy there. Uh, does your father live at a condo made of stona? <laughs> oh, you're, you're talking about King Tut. I'm talking about yeah. This guy's royalty, so he's probably a little higher up than. Uh, what yeah, no, no. I, I think my dad's uh, condo was made of uh, wooda. <laughs> woulda, coulda, shoulda, buddy. What? Uh, hey, Matt, is our guest in the waiting room? Yes. Uh, all right, why don't we uh, take a break then? Uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, Lauren Ash is going to join us. Lauren, of Yay. course, from the uh, great show Superstore, and a friend of the show, been with us a long time. Is uh, uh, We're thrilled to have her back. Of course, we've got the trivia coming up right around the corner. i got young Oliver, who's going to come over and uh, read us the clue this week. Uh, he is off of school and off of uh, Second City, so he's uh, uh, looking for anything to do. And even if that means for one minute he gets to tell us, ask us a trivia question, he's looking forward to it. Uh, so let's take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Matt, the holidays are right around the corner. You know that. You know how a calendar works. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Dashing through the snow, my brother. Are you looking for a way to stay connected with the loved ones during the holidays? Absolutely. Uh, well, let me tell you something. The holidays, certainly during the social distance, can be lonelier than ever, Matt. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, some folks are dealing with that with uh, by using Skylight. Skylight is the perfect gift to connect you with your loved ones during this lonely, sad, socially distant holiday season. Uh, This is a gift that will make your mom, your dad, your grandmother, etc. Feel like he or she is right there with you during the holidays. Now, listen, uh, I'm not going to see my family this uh, holiday. You're you are not. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's everyone's going through this now. It's like, how do you. how do you see your loved ones that if you don't live in the same house as them or maybe the same state in my case? Yeah. Well, and in our case, so we've spent the last couple of Christmas Eves together and uh, yeah, that's not going to be happening. Charlie is, uh, he's already talked about that white elephant thing. He's bummed out about it not happening. We have tried to figure out a way to maybe figure out a way to do that virtually. And uh, we are trying to figure that out. Oh, that'd be fun. Because it would be fun to still figure out a way to (laughs) get gifts and stuff to everybody and everybody's on a Zoom and Mm -hmm. does it. Or maybe you use your skylight frame once you take the photographs and then you send that over. Uh, Now, let me walk you through what skylight frame is. It is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. A great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. It sets up effortlessly, effortlessly, 
uh, which is easier to do than me say, apparently. <laughs> it's, 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 it's easier than saying the word effortlessly. That's how easy it is. Sending. Uh, oh, my God. They're going to they're doubling down on effortlessly. Uh, it sets up in just 60 seconds. Uh, just plug it in. Use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and you enjoy it. Uh, sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family could just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they will pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame. So it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and family in touch. Now, listen, it has a black frame with a white mat. So it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your to any home. Mm-hmm. Skylight frame has a gorgeous 10 inch touch screen. Uh, you can swipe through your photos with a finger or even tap to thank the person who sent the photo. So, Matt, if you send me a photo, I can uh, tap on something and let you know that I uh, liked the photo. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. Uh, now, listen, Skylight Frame has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like your Skylight, they will offer you a full refund. Uh, and you can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. Import pictures of you and your uh, significant other, whatever. You, or maybe uh, in my case, maybe I get this for my father. Yep. And uh, I would preload it with a photograph of me and Danielle and Oliver. Right. Uh, maybe with him and his wife, Donna, uh, from when they came out to visit. Hey, here's a photo that you don't have. Great and now idea. you do. Yeah, that's that's a that's the perfect use of this thing. It's kind of like sometimes we will take the kids uh, school pictures. You know, they get pictures taken at school and then we put those in a frame and send them to our parents for Christmas. Well, there are no school pictures this year because there's no school, uh, not, right. not in person, at least. So the solution, obvious solution would be just get the skylight frame and then we can send whatever picture of the of the kids that we want to it. Well, let me tell you something. The customers love this thing. Uh, in fact, one Facebook review said this, Matt. This is such an isolating time as we are just trying to keep my, my grandma safe and healthy. But this gives her a little glimpse of us every day. And then when we talk on the phone, she can talk to the boys about the pictures we sent. Love it. See that? So it's also giving you something to talk to your uh, to the grandparents about because sometimes mm-hmm. that can be a bit of a slog. That is worth its no. weight in gold right there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not not in my son's case, of course, because he doesn't stop talking. But uh, uh, <laughs> but yes, for other families, I can see this being kids, helpful. Lots of kids have trouble. They get they get stage fright on the uh, the conference call or the right the, the FaceTime call, whatever the Zoom, whatever they're using. I do know that when my mom or dad would say, "Hey, you got to call your grandparents," I know I know that I went kicking and streaming because it's like I don't know what to talk to them about. Yeah. I don't know what to talk to them about. They're 150 years older than me. I don't. We have nothing in common, <laughs> right? Uh, my grandfather, by the way, his, uh, his famous line. And if you ask any of my cousins, this, they, they would say, Hey, what did grandpa Pardo, uh, ask you every time you saw him, how's the car running kid? <laughs> that, that was his go-to for conversation. Huh? Uh, now it would be, uh, Hey, the skylight frame is great. I saw a picture of the car. How's that running? So see, it would get, it would eventually get there. Right. Uh, um, now, listen, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code PARDO, P-A-R-D-O. That is right. You get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame uh, just by going to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. And then enter the promo code PARDO and you will get $10 off your Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame! A better way to send a picture. Matt, Fiber Monday is uh, almost upon us. Do you mean Cyber Monday? I mean Fiber Monday because this is the year you invest in your butthole. <laughs> hey, okay. I'm listening. Well, hello. What's that? I'm listening. Well, Hello Tushy has the best deals for your butt this year. Don't get stuck with post-Turkey Day disaster. Protect your pipes with a Hello Tushy bidet. Yeah. 
Now, we, uh, we, now you have a Hello Tushy Bidet, and we also have a Hello Tushy Bidet. I do, bidet. and we, we talked about it on another ad that we don't like the word bidet, so we're, I'm, I decided to call them ass blasters. I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Tushy Corporate has signed off on that, but I will personally be calling them ass blasters, or just the Hello Tushy ass blaster. Well, they have not told us not to call it that, so... Uh, I'm going to wait until they specifically say stop saying that because they're actually bidets, but uh, bidet just sounds pretentious and, and French, and I don't like it. Sing for bidet. That's a stick song. Um, they one sing, sing bidet. For... One buck. One more bidet. I can't even do it. Uh, I I think you. I think we should get Weird Al on the phone, and we just do a gazillion parodies where the the word uh, eight bidets a week. We just change. Yeah, do all, all days to bidet. All bidet parody songs album. That's a good idea. I love the idea. Now listen, hello Tushy. We'll cut your toilet paper by eighty percent, so it pays for itself, and how much TP it saves you. Uh, that's because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. Hello Tushy is your new hands-free butt buddy. Hello Tushy uh, Ass Blasters. Their attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free happy butt guarantee and a 12-month warranty. So stop wiping your butt and start washing and join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now. Hello Tushy is the perfect gift for the whole a days. I, I, they, I know we're, we've they been love joking. They're fun with words. What's they, that, Matt? They do. They, they love it. But I, I was going to say we've been jo- we were joking around. But I I do want to say it's kind of embarrassing. But I will say I look forward to going to the bathroom now that I have this thing. It's it is so it's it's like I I love the just the technology involved. It's very simple, but it's very effective, and it just makes me. It just feels good. I mean, it's not, not like if I, it feels good physically, but also like emotionally feels good to be cleaning my butt the right way and doing a cl- complete cleanup job instead of uh, I just I think back to my old self and I think, what what were you doing, man? Well, you were a caveman. You're an animal. Yeah, basically. Right. This is uh, well, you know what? This is not like the caveman uh, dipping his ass in a stream. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, what, what do you what want? Is- do you want a pile of leaves or do you want the, the waterfall? I want the waterfall to to wipe me down. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, I've talked about this on Never Not Funny with uh, certain medications for my back. I uh, end up getting a little constipated. Uh, and then recently, uh, I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I get to use the Hello Tushy. <laughs> yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about when you say you look forward to using it. Yeah. Uh, here's how the Never Not Funny fan and listener uh, you don't even have to be a fan uh, to, to, to get this. You just have to be a listener. A grudging listener of Never Not Funny. Uh, you will get 20% off. Hey, that's a great uh, discount. Plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash pardo. This Fiber Monday deal is Hello Tushy's best offer. And even though you might have a butt that doesn't quit, this deal's only good for one day on Fiber Monday. So go now to hellotushy.com slash pardo for 20% off and free shipping. Hellotushy.com slash pardo. Look, whatever you call it, rump, rear, arse, fanny, bum, tush, tushy, tookus, hiney, butt, caboose, here comes Charlie, keister. <laughs> no matter what you call it this Fiber Monday, wash it off with a hello, tushy, bidet. Hello, tushy. Matt just sang its praises. I sang its praises. Hello, tushy.com slash pardo. Get 20% off on Fiber Monday. Hello, tushy. Better way to clean that can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2607. Is that right? Okay, thank you. I almost said 2706, and I know that's wrong. Welcome to the program. Welcome back to the program. Here's what happens. Uh, Lauren Ash is here. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Uh, Lauren is joining us. Of course, she's taking time away from promoting that Superstore program of hers. It's over there on that national broadcasting company. 
but we knew Lauren before she was on there. She's a friend of the show. She's a friend of ours. She's not coming on as a star. <laughs> coming on as a friend. Absolutely. And uh, but I will tell you this. I don't know if uh, we were just talking before you got to join us, uh, Lauren, about uh, how Calabasas has taken over from Beverly Hills as the uh, what is it, Matt? The most expensive place to the, live? Or? No, the wealthiest. I, I think I don't know how they calculate uh, it, but the, it's the wealthiest uh, town or whatever part of Los Angeles County now. And so, uh, Lauren, now that uh, this uh, show has been on for more than three seasons, have you moved to Calabasas? <laughs> oh, Jimmy, that would require having ever gotten a raise. Um, <laughs> that can't be true. Um, we can't talk about that. But no, I, it up? Moved, I have not moved. to. <laughs> I know I didn't bring it up. What am I doing? I've got I've gone crazy. OK, uh, I've been cooped up. No, I have not moved to Calabasas, but it doesn't surprise me that it is the, the, the place with the richest people now. Because I feel like the Drakes of the world are going there, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you guys already talked about this, but uh, it's a beautiful place and you get a lot of bang for your buck out there. That's you get the bigger thing. bang for buck than in uh, Beverly Hills, you think? I think you do. You get more mm -hmm. land. Well, as I've said many, many times on this program, this land is my land, this <laughs> land is your land. From your New York Island to Calabasas. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Lauren. <laughs> we welcome all Canadians down. Hey, do you have a, are you a citizen now? I'm still not a citizen. I'm still on a green card. Then you get the fuck out. We don't need you here during this crisis. You get out. You get back up there with Drake. Of course, you brought up Drake, the other Canadian. God damn it. You people taking our jobs. Uh, listen, have you seen though this this uh, like a week ago or so? Architectural Digest did this this layout of all these pictures inside Drake's like mega mansion in Toronto. He's been working on this thing for like 10 years or something. It has an indoor full sized NBA basketball court. It's preposterous. Whoa. I yep. did not see that. I don't subscribe to Architectural Digest. <laughs> you, I you, saw it on his Instagram. Let's okay. get real, okay? Come I on. Don't, I don't know what you're reading in your trailer while you're waiting for... Uh... I don't read! <laughs> you just look at the pictures of the, of the thing? <laughs> Literally, yeah. Do you... Uh, hey, speaking of when you're over there on that Superstore, that program sure. of yours, do you have a trailer or do you have a dressing room? I have a trailer. We have trailers. So there's some new stages that have the dressing rooms kind of built into the stage, but we're uh, we're on stages that don't. So we have trailers. And do you uh, do you prefer a dressing room or are you fine with your trailer? I'm fine with the trailer. Um, I think in general, it would be nice to have a dressing room. It feels a little less like you've gone camping, you know, mm -hmm. maybe something that feels like a real couch instead of one of those ones that has just like the the three-inch right. foam. You Wait, know? so you still have that as, as a series rate? Because, you know, the very few guest roles I would do, you'd get a trailer like that. And I always assumed that the stars of the show would have a better version of everything inside. It sounds like no? Not really, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've kind of been in the same, I've been in the same one for three years, like the, the specific same one. And prior to that, it was just like a different version of the same layout. So... I'm in a two banger. I share with Nicole Bloom, have from the beginning. And uh, so we have each have our own space, but they're connected. Um, yeah, I think you got to, I think you have to negotiate for that now. Everything's a negotiation. I Everything see. is. And I'm no, like, that's not the hill I want to die on, you know? You don't want to die on, a, on comfort? I mean, listen, here's the deal. I, I, I have a little, my very thin couch folds into a very thin bed. So then you can stack things on it, make it a little more comfortable. I basically make a nest in there and uh, I've learned to nap at the drop of a hat. So I just curl up onto my little couch and that's what we do. 
You take a nap, you're in makeup when you take a nap, and then when you come out of that nap, do they do touch-ups, what they call touch-ups in the business? Here's what I do, Jimmy, is I, I lay on my back and I move my hair so that it doesn't get crushed and I, mm-hmm. I, I sleep with, so that my makeup doesn't touch anything. Wow. So I stay pristine. That's, that's always my goal. I don't want to make anyone else have to do more work. You know, don't want to have to make anybody do anything unnecessary to facilitate my napping. <laughs> do you take a nap every day? Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. How many hours, and I know you've told us this before, but how many hours, it's a single camera program. Yeah. Uh, are there days that you, they don't even need you or do you yes. have to go in like a sitcom five days a week? No, there's days they don't need me. There's days where I may go in and, and out in three, four hours, but then there's other days where it's, you know, 12, 13 hours. So it really depends on the episode. It depends on how heavy the overall storyline is if there's like stunts or those kinds of things those makes that makes the days go longer or it depends on how heavy you are so in some episodes if you've got a bigger storyline you're going to be there every day for sure and you do you do all your own stunts right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do i do uh i got hit by a car this season i had a car back into me as i was running with a box over my head And uh, I'm not a stunt performer. I haven't been trained as such. So I did injure myself doing that. Oh, no. Did you know you can sprain your neck, gentlemen? Because I didn't, but you can. And you did that by getting hit by a car? Well, they didn't actually, the car didn't actually hit me. It was like all an illusion to make it look like it hit me. But it was how I kind of like hit the, the crash mat. I don't oh, think goodness. it's an exact science how you throw your body to the ground, you know? Right. And if it is, maybe I should be taking lessons because I do do a lot of stunts. <laughs> I think you should be taking a class uh, of some sort. But I do have a question. The name of the store is Cloud9, correct? Correct, yes. And are you guys, uh, I know you probably have a pharmacy in there. Are you allowed to be open like Target uh, and Walmart during these times or are you guys shut down? <laughs> you know what? Great question. Uh, I do believe that it would be open if we, I think okay. we would be considered essential workers. Oh, yeah. And I feel the pressure, Jimmy. I feel the pressure going into season six. They, the, the fans, the people, they want they want the pandemic represented on television. We get a lot of messages about this. Do you every, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Every day people message and are like, is Superstore going to address the pandemic next season? And I'm like, I, I don't know, but it feels like we might have to. You might, but, just, but at the same time, don't people want to, like once we're lifted from this, do we want to relive like, even on this show, I feel like, I mean, we have to talk about it. It's what's happening in our lives. But at some point, it's like, we have to stop talking about this, right? I mean, my president says so. We forget this the second it's fucking done. <laughs> it's a V. It's a V. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, no, I, don't, I hear you. I hear you. I think that there's something about, like, shared experience and people people wanting to see themselves represented or see something that they've experienced reflected. Uh, I think that that our show lends itself to that just because we do kind of represent a very, um, you know, average kind of American North American experience. So I think that that's maybe why people would look to us for something like that. But to your point, yeah, I agree. I I've been trying to, you know, I've, I've been recording episodes of my podcast too. And I'm, I I went into them going, we're not going to talk about this at all. We're just going to talk about other stuff. This is just going to be an escape. And after five minutes, I was like, it just keeps coming up. Like, it's like this weird, you know, trauma we're all experiencing that we can't stop trying to to therapy, Mm -hmm. therapy ourselves about, you know? It is, uh, you know, you know, our friend uh, Allison Rosen was talking about this on Twitter about how people are saying we're, we're experiencing grief, but we're also, we're in the middle of it. So we're also experiencing your word trauma. Like yeah, we yeah. are, it, it's now again, not somebody coming back from Vietnam. I recognize that or, you know, or not after 9-11, but although some people are, people are dying. Uh, but, you know, I mean, there could be worse times for this to be happening. We are very, very lucky we are. that we have social media. We have streaming services. People bitch all the time. You know, I, do, I don't want to go to work. I just want to sit on my couch. Then do it. 
<laughs> your wish has been granted. <laughs> right? <laughs> you rub that fucking uh, genie's lamp and you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Dennis Miller's here. <laughs> I used to be funny, cha-cha. <laughs> hey, now you're going over there. You look like that head's held hostage. Okay. <laughs> Um, by the way, Lauren, my hair, I cut my own hair a week ago. It's finally growing out a little bit. Oh, but that's why it's still uh, a little, a little closer than you've ever seen it. Sure. Yeah. Now, did you just feel like you're like, it's getting long. I'm just going to go for it. You took the clippers to it. Well, I, I I did uh, two, uh, four weeks ago now, I guess it'd be, I did a, I gave myself a haircut that, and Matt Belknap, you said looked as good as any haircut ever got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did a great job. And then this time I said, I'm going to do it again. And just immediately just went, and I screwed it all up. And then I, so I just went uh, tight military style. And honestly, in everyday life, when I'm not on camera, I love it. I think it looks great. Well, listen, all I can do is thank you. It looks very neat. I, my gray hair is coming in. I've, I've been graying since I was like 17. I don't think you can probably see over the camera, but and, I, uh, uh, I am dangerously close to dying this pink. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, <laughs> there's no other time in my life, in right. my adult life, I'd be able to do this. Yeah. Oh, uh, even if let me ask you, Lauren, as somebody that is in Hollywood television show business. Yeah. Uh, what would the ramp up be? Like, let's say, for instance, you dyed your hair pink, as you said. Yeah. Uh, they uh, this all is lifted, let's say, May 1st. It's not going to be. But let's pretend it is May 1st. Yep. Sure. And then Hollywood says, all right, we're back in production in June. Is that possible? Could you guys ramp up that quickly or what, what would happen? We usually, our writers go back to work usually four months, I think, before we start filming. So um, I think, I, but, but granted, they could go back to work, I think, at any time if they wanted to, you know, use, you know, video conferencing and, and whatnot as a writer's room. I think they could probably work any time. So I think we could probably be back up and running fairly quickly if they're, you know, if they're already starting to, to uh write and stuff like that. I don't know what their schedule is in the real world, but in your, your, your fantasy scenario here, I think we could be back up in a couple months for sure. Ready to go. So you guys have shot every show that you've done so far. Like you, you there's nothing, um, you guys did not stop mid production. We, we did get cut off right before our finale. So we uh. only did 21 episodes last season instead of 22. And, and for those who are following along at home, America Ferreira had announced her exit from the show so the finale this season was going to be a pretty big one because we're losing, you know, the the number one on the show. And so that is going to become the first episode next season, I believe, or a version of that is going oh to have goodness. to become that. Hmm. Uh, is there talk, because it worked so successfully with Saturday Night Live over the sure. weekend, is there talk of you guys doing the uh, that episode via Zoom? I have not heard talk about that yet, but I do think that, you know, that's something I'm going to, I'm going to pitch. I feel like 21 minutes of, of, of this is programming that we're all just going to get used to. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It did. Now, did you watch the SNL, uh, over the weekend, Lauren? And I have not seen it yet. I have it recorded on my, uh, my device. How was it? I feel like from your tone, maybe you didn't love it. <laughs> uh, Matt Belknap, you have some thoughts on this. I of course have friends on that program. Oh, you're not going to, you're not going to speak your mind. Uh, I have friends on that program and I wish everybody luck as I do all performers during this time. I will say that uh, I thought the opening was very odd and um and like i mean the like the cold open it was just a it was just the entire cast on zoom and they didn't do anything there was no there was no comedy to it it was just like everyone going hey hi hi and then i guess there's one joke but th at the end but then and then tom hanks did a monologue from his kitchen which was 
again, not it was light on comedy. Uh, but I actually, if, if I can interject, uh, it was one to me, it was one of the highlights. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's Tom Hanks being charming and, 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 uh, it's hard for him to miss. Yeah. But it's, but it was, you know, it was whatever it was. But so I was, I, I saw that part first and then I was like, oof. And then I went back and watched more of it. And, um, yeah, there was some stuff that was like, I don't know what, you know, what the thought process was to some of it, but I will say I laughed like an idiot at the, the zoom call sketch. Zoom call was very funny. Yeah. With the, I don't know if you know those two characters that Kate McKinnon and, um, who's the other, uh, uh, Bryant, Adie Bryant do these characters there. Are they receptionists? Or I don't really understand. They're receptionists. Yeah. So they're like the two really like kind of dumb receptionists is them in a zoom call with the marketing team from their company. And, uh, that, that made me laugh like crazy. And, uh, and then I, I stuck it out through the weekend update. Cause I figured maybe they could, um, do, do that the same way it always, like, I don't know why that would have to be much different because they could just be reading their jokes, but eh, there was some okay jokes. It was, it wasn't quite, uh, I, I, I think my expectations were maybe unrealistically high for that one. Cause I was like, you should be able to do this on zoom. It's just two guys going back and forth, telling jokes. What's the difference? Write the jokes and tell them. But, uh, eh. It yeah. was, as Danielle pointed out, my beautiful wife, Danielle Lauren, uh, pointed out, like, that that should have been 30 minutes of the show. Right. And instead, there were, like, six jokes. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I'm with you, Matt. Like, they should just have a list of jokes in front of them and read them and do your thing. Like, now, is there, a, they didn't, I and I haven't watched it yet, so forgive my naivete, but they didn't put on a laugh track, right? Like, it was just. Oh, well. For the, well, they did. For the weekend update. What they update. did for weekend yeah. update was they had, they, they had people on Zoom listening in or watching it and laughing along, <laughs> and that was horrible. Yeah. Wow. It was it, like it, seven in fact, it people was wow. and it ruined it. Yeah. If, if I can just throw in for a second, I, I watched Bill no, Maher. Matt, mute him. <laughs> no, go ahead, Ellie. I watched Bill Maher, and he's made the choice for his monologue of using a laugh track, and then like having like really obviously fake audiences to cut to. Um, That's fun. It's kind of it, it, fun. It's like he. It's like I think if I'm gonna uh, pretend I'm Bill Maher, I think he needs that in order to deliver his jokes, so that he knows. Like he, I don't think he feels it unless he gets some kind of response. Mm-hmm. Is the sense that I get. Uh, whereas you know John Oliver. He just does it cold with no audience, and and that actually seems to work pretty well. It does. But, it's weird, uh, yeah. but it yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find you know, we've been doing this show for so long uh, that other than us in the room, we don't know when people laugh or don't laugh. So, like, you know, maybe if you're, you know, if if I'm doing SNL for as long as they have, and uh, Lauren, you come from Second City, uh, it might be weird to then jump into doing sketch or doing live jokes and getting zero. Mm-hmm. Um, that's which is why I'm against doing stand up like uh, people are doing these stand up shows. Why would you I don't understand it. Why would you want to do that and just stand in front of your shower curtain and tell stand up jokes to silence? It would be bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like also um, the pressure to continue to create content is staggering. And I think that for some people, I want to say, Hey, it's okay if you don't. You know what I mean? Like one hundred percent. Okay, like if you're not cranking or or listen, if you feel like you wanna, you need to keep going. You need to keep being creative. Like write video sketches that you can shoot or something like that. But yeah, this kind of like 
I don't know. I feel this like immense pressure that it's like, we have to like keep creating content and keep doing stuff and whatever. But that being said, I also am not setting up a, a chuckle hut in my bathroom, Jimmy. I just can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I, I, and I, look, I know I'm a broken record on this. There's plenty of things on Netflix and Hulu and on mm. demand to watch. We don't need to see a celebrity walk through their house and show you their, you know, this is my hallway. See you tomorrow. Yeah. We don't need that. We're not going, what will we do today? Now, that said, Patty Lapone's have been hysterical. Um, if you want to see Patty Lapone sing yeah. and point out her jukebox, uh, those are enjoyable. So maybe but I don't know I what I'm talking about. You know what? But I think that it's the people that you don't expect it from. Like, that's not necessarily somebody that I would be like, yes. I have to see what Patty Lapone is doing during this time. Right. There was also one with, was it Steven Seagal or no, it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's been creating some content what? that's nutty. It's like, it's, I, is it funny? I can't answer that. Am I laughing at it? Absolutely. Uh -huh. That's the kind of stuff that we, I think, this is a time for it's like giving a voice to to you know the people that you didn't expect it from mm. that's a joy and it's time we give a voice to van damme he's been <laughs> silent for too long yeah he's more right? than just those it splits is. jimmy he's more than just splits thank you very much he's also uh, a man with a brain <laughs> that's right do you think he could still do that thing didn't he do he did splits between two cars right the, that yeah. volvo commercial yeah he was like balanced between. i don't you know it's hard to know exactly what the what the technique or the special effects involved in that shot were but uh it looked like he was doing the full split between two trucks yeah i don't know how that kind of uh skill ages because mm -hmm. i know personally i feel like in the past three years even my joints work differently than they did three yeah. or four years ago and from what i've heard from those who are my seniors it's only going to get worse from here so i don't know yeah. how you know splits ages i would guess not well <laughs> even if you're in great shape you know what i mean i don't know that a 60 year old is going to feel as comfortable with that move mm -hmm. but, uh, but that that said uh jean-claude van damme is you know i picture him as being a very disciplined gentleman true. Mm -hmm. and so therefore is he doing the same stretches every single day for decades probably so if anybody could it'd be him yeah. i think he, this is an official call out to jean-claude van damme show us the splits yeah right <laughs> no yeah. effects just in your house with a webcam in your house. let's see i want to see it no inspire cars. us <laughs> yeah inspire us with your discipline jcvd it doesn't have to be two cars it could just be a couple of chairs right whatever you sure. got in your house do it yeah maybe the door Obviously, jam go in your driveway do it in your driveway nobody says you can't go out in your driveway yeah yeah have mask buddies on. back those cars up <laughs> gotta back that ass up hey, thank huh? you very much Garen, you, you get it very much where do you think van, where is van damme right do you think he's in uh in la or is he in calabasas is he in of course that, that's... guys come on. <laughs> come on that's how we just bring it all back you know what i mean yeah you gotta back that ass up all right <laughs> wow is, i was uh, trying to move past that but okay you want to keep like going it, with it the sun is hitting <laughs> nose uh, hey, Lauren, what you hey, don't yeah. know is um, we maybe you remember this. I don't know. We play a trivia game on this program. Of course. Uh, so what will happen here is uh, my son will come in. Young Oliver will come in. He will read us the uh, the category. Right. And then we all bet privately uh, anywhere from zero to twenty five. Right. Isn't that what we're doing here with these new rules? Yep. OK. And if you get it right, you can win five dollars. Holy Shit. I know times are <laughs> tough, right? You guys have, uh, know the cloud nine's closed. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Although you Great. can get unemployment, certainly, from a job like that, or any job, really, I guess, at this point. Uh, the government's being very, very helpful. Yes. Uh, so let me uh, let me see if I can get young Oliver in here uh, to I love do it. that. Hang on. Oliver? 
Oh, he's at the he's at the ready. Oh, he's ready to go. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, come on in. All right, so you can you won't be able to hear people, but you'll be. There's my friend Lauren. You met Lauren once. You were having a meltdown out in front of Seven <laughs> Eleven. Uh, remember that when you were like, get, 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 get a camera. Uh, hey, Oliver. <laughs> there, get in there. Uh, that's my friend. You know Matt and Garen and Elliot. Hey, that's Lauren. Oh, he can't Lauren's from the TV show Superstore. And we ran into her outside of uh, 7-Eleven. Uh, but you were having a horrible day. You've literally, the, the, uh, the three meltdowns you've had in your life, you chose to have one that day in front of uh, 7-Eleven. When, when was this? Years uh, ago. Years ago. Years I mean, ago. Wasn't years it? ago. I think that was like four years ago. Maybe even more. It was before your more. first part castathon appearance. That's right. That's so right. whenever whenever Lauren's first part castathon was, Garen, maybe you could look that up uh, via Wikipedia. I'm looking it up via these posters behind me. <laughs> um, what is this? 2020. I'm going to say 2014 is my guess. That's a good guess. That's a very good guess, actually. It could have even been. It could have even been 20. No. 2013, 2014? I don't see her on the 13 poster. Here, Oliver, put this put this in your ear. Put this one. Here, come on, on this side, please. Uh, Lauren was on pod, uh, podcast, podcast, a thon, <laughs> uh, 14. Oh, hey, Jimmy, you did it. You Yay, did it, I'm Jimmy. a hero. Six oh my God, think about that, though. That's like six years ago. Oh, I can't. Yeah. It speeds up. It feels up like so much time. longer. I know. So Oliver was only six years old. Here, get in here, son. Get in closer. Yeah. Again, this was ages. Again, like I said, I stand by years ago. Yeah. Uh, now, this is interesting, Oliver. Uh, now, Lauren, Oliver, just last week, he's, he usually every summer goes to Second City, but last week he did Second City online camps. Oh, very nice. Are and you enjoying it online, Oliver? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun? Yeah. That's uh, good. I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, once you get past it, it's fun. And why I, yeah. Who was your instructor? Um, we had three. Oh, wow. Uh, one for improv sketch and musical improv. Uh, the people's names were Anissa, Macklin, yeah. and Huey. Cool. Wow. Good you memory. Lauren was uh, at Second City in Toronto and Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Years of my life, Oliver. So many years. I can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great time. Superstore program where I just was told that the lead uh, actress is leaving the program. So you know what that means, son. Lawrence will be looking for a job soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. So, Oliver, please read us the category. Um, all right. Here we go. And you're gonna, again, you're going to be betting anywhere between zero and 25. Okay. Go ahead, son. Okay. Category is pop culture. Pop culture. I don't read it yet. Pop Ugh. culture. Okay. Uh, okay. I need a pen. 25. Can we get a recap of, uh, of what... Uh, the in the in uh, uh, season long scoring is yeah there you go that's what I was trying to say. Right, no, that does not affect oh, Lauren yeah, Lauren is just betting zero to twenty five yeah uh, guest has zero I've plus placed my bet do I tell you my bet or do I keep it to not, myself not yet you keep it to yourself right. until I ask you I've written it down so that I I can't I won't be lying we uh, first of all I trust you and I believe right. you okay uh, hey over your right shoulder Lauren uh, I assume is is that a real background or you have a virtual background. That's a real, this is, it's just a wall. Uh, but yeah, is that a window? No, that is a, uh, oh, a China uh, cabinet. Oh. I see. You can see my ring light in there. So I can that's see why that. I, that's why I do it like that, you see? So that there we go, now bring it back over there. Uh, boy, the lighting, very flattering. We gotta get ring lights, guys. I said, I, I just ordered two of them. 
Yeah, they're a revelation. Honestly, every time I do one of these, people are like, you look great. And I'm like, cool. It's 100% the light. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Elliot's only been asking us to get ring lights for a month <laughs> and a half now. Uh, but it took me seeing evidence that it worked, Elliot, not just you running your mouth, because you run your mouth about everything. You know what we need, guys? A crane. We need a crane for this show. I'd like to swoop in on Jimmy when he opens the show. Yeah, but Elliot, that seems like it's not cost effective. No, we need a crane. So then when you bring up ring light, I don't listen. It's like the boy who cried wolf. It's the boy who cried crane. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I'd also like to get ringlets for my hair. Once my hair grows out, I'm going yeah. to grow it into ringlets. I've been saying for years you should grow it out. I know you got the curly locks. Oh, that's true. We have we have photo evidence that you are a curly headed man. Uh, yeah, but again, I can't grow it out because it, it hurts my head. <laughs> okay, I get that. It hurts. But it hurts. My hair hurts. Lauren, have you ever uh, heard of a person saying that? Have you ever heard a human being say that sentence before? <laughs> that it my hurts. My hair hurts. <laughs> that it hurts to grow out hair. I I've never heard someone say it hurts to grow it. I've had times where I'm like, oh, my hair hurts, but that's like that's about like wearing a hat. Like hat head, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, that's how it feels uh, if I'm not wearing a hat. Even it feels like it wow. feels like hat head. That's a great way to put it. It wow. feels like that if it gets too long. Have you seen a doctor about that? <laughs> I've seen a doctor for a lot of things. That is one. <laughs> that is the one thing I have not seen a doctor for. Uh, and of course, as a reminder, dog. my doctor is very busy during this time. Doctor Vinny Bobots. Um All right, El uh, uh, Elliot, get ready. Garen, uh, Garen, you also get ready. Uh, Oliver is going to read the question. So here we go. Uh, young oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I haven't made my, my, my point guess. Come uh, on, point. man. Well, I thought I was going to get more information about points, but that's okay. Uh, oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, Garen, what are we at? Garen, what are we at? Uh, I have Jimmy at zero. Matt I have at zero. 20. Wait, hey, hang on a second. I didn't hear anything. I was busy giving Oliver the uh, half a headphone. G give it again. I have zero. Jimmy has zero. Matt, 20. Elliot, 15. Myself, 12. Okay. Okay. Yes, zero. So, all right. So I'm tied with the guest at this point, and I feel proud of it. <laughs> um, all right. So here we go. So you got your bets in, everybody? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oliver, hop in here. Okay. Hi. Uh, this has been vetted. Danielle Koenig did vet this. Okay. Okay. Pop culture question. What movie did Jack Nicholson earn $60 million for? $60 million. Jack Nicholson. What movie what did movie? Jack Nicholson earn $60 what million What movie? For? All right. So everybody write their answer down. Um, Oliver, you scram. Great job. You know, reading. <laughs> Over. Over effusive father. Great mm -hmm. job, son. You standing there speaking like you're supposed to do at your age. You know what? That's nice. I think that's nice. That's positive reinforcement. It's a scary time, and I think this is nice for him. It oh. is. Like, look, we have not talked. It's got to be like he's doing great. I'm sure your kids are doing great as well, Matt, but uh, it's got to be scary for them, even you know, as much as we're trying to mm -hmm. make them feel comfortable and secure and safe. It's got. They got to wonder what the shit is going on. I mean, yeah. they know what's going on, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I think definitely for zoe's 11 years old and it, it it's uh, it's a weird thing too because she's old enough to understand that it's serious and um charlie's seven so he, i don't think he thinks about it in like life or death terms or anything he just knows his life is different now but uh doesn't seem to mind it but uh yeah <laughs> so he's like yeah it's, it's tough i mean she's she's doing great with it but uh i uh, i definitely i was just talking to my dad yesterday like this whole generation of kids is gonna—it's gonna be like how our grandparents who who grew up in the depression are like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. my you know, 
Uh, my grandfather never threw away a potato because he grew up in the Durant Depression. <laughs> They're going to be like that. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, some, someday someone's going to say, you know, my grandfather never shakes hands or my grandfather, right. you know, opens doors with his elbows. <laughs> you know, It's going to be stuff like that. Washes cu- down all of their groceries as soon as they're <laughs> yes. in the house. Exactly. Yeah. There was a time we didn't have to wipe down the bread bag, son. <laughs> right? I mean, it's going to be that. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. Totally. My, my, my cousin Chrissy uh, pointed out the, uh, because I was, we were talking about this very thing and um, about uh, the different, like, Oliver's being great about it. And uh, honestly, I probably think, I think I would have been an asshole about it. Like, it would have been, um, I would have gone stir crazy or whatever. Um, but the difference is they're able to do Zoom yes. with people mm-hmm. if they need to. They're able to go on an iPad and, and maybe take their mind away from it. Whereas at his age, when I was a kid, we didn't even have video games yet. Yeah. I mean, my house didn't anyway. Yeah, TV. Uh, so you'd have TV up until midnight and then or one in the morning and that would go off the air. Um, you know, you didn't have streaming services. So it's a little uh, less to v- do. Not even VCRs, yeah? Yeah. Uh, not at tw- I did not have one at 12. I didn't have a VCR until I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. I want to say. What about a Betamax? Do you have one of those? <laughs> yeah, I had that at nine. But uh, he laser was talking disc? about VCR. Laser disc player? Did you have we had one? laser disc. We had uh, the reel-to-reel. We did, the whole family would get around the radio, and Uncle Milty would entertain us. Mm-hmm. Uh, just simpler times. Garen, you get what I'm talking about with Uncle Milty. He's got a big cock. What? <laughs> um, uh all right, I got to go around. Speaking of Garen, I got to go around the horn. Let me check in with the Pop Culture Bees Info Pillow, sponsored by dogpile.com. That's Garen Cockrell in his house up there in Van Nuys, California. Now, Garen, tell Lauren, who, and I, I think Lauren lives uh, certainly not in Van Nuys. She's on television. Garen, Sherman, Sherman Oaks. Garen, Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Jimmy. Garen Sherman lives Oaks. in Sherman Oaks. You keep saying Van Nuys. Sherman Oaks. Wait, Garen lives in Sherman Oaks? Yes. Then stop bitching about you can't make rent. Move to Van Nuys so you can afford it. <laughs> Why are you living in Sherman Oaks? Sherman Oaks is the Calabasas to Beverly Hills. I mean, to be honest, I think I am in Van Nuys, but it's like one of those street situations where one side of the street is Sherman Oaks and the other side is Van Nuys. I have seen your apartment. There's no doubt in my mind that's in Van Nuys. Oh, we'll, we'll call it even. <laughs> not so sure that's a response to anything that's been said makes any sense all right i'll go with black <laughs> uh well my apologies to you and your sherman oaks uh roommates i i i, I guess i just matt have you ever been to garen's place yes you certainly you think that's van nuys right i oh, i only thought otherwise because uh, he told me it was sherman oaks and i believed him but let's let's i i have his address i'm, I'm not gonna say I'm, it. i've already i'm way ahead of you Matt. okay go uh, ahead uh van nuys stops at oxnard street which is north of garen oh all right now what about east and west is he still he's still in the, the, the it's, boundaries? A str- it's a straight line east to west there's no chance that he is uh that he is in there so he's wow. in sherman oaks there's no question at all yep Garen, I will uh, issue a written apology, <laughs> but you should know this. Then your landlord should spruce that place up because that looks like Van Nuys. To me, man. <laughs> oh, don't you know it? I agree. We've got plastic grass. <laughs> oh, do you really? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. They I haven't seen it in a while. Along. You know what? That might yeah. be Sherman Oaks uh, quality now. Oh, God. It's not good. Oh, that's interesting. Now, here's the thing, Garen. You're not in Van Nuys, but you may also not be in Sherman Oaks. Is he in Valley Glen? Well, it's this. It's, I, go ahead. That, I was going to say it's it's probably it might be Valley Glen too because right. that this I, whole area is a weird. 
Yeah. Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle of neighborhoods. I think you might be in, you like, you're unincorporated. You're like in Deadwood. You could do anything. You could kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, you cocksucker. I don't do voices. <laughs> <laughs> Evidence by that. It was horrible. I, I, did, loved, I did. That was out of Johnny Dangerously. What I just did. That I, wasn't even I, Deadwood. I loved the attempt. I I don't know if the execution was there, but I loved the attempt. Thank you. Um, so, Garen, uh, tell Lauren, who again does not live far from you, is my point. And, no, I don't. Uh, uh, you uh, there was a power uh, outage yesterday. Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I was on a house party with my mom and my brother, my cousin. We were playing some games. Uh, and all of a sudden, it just went pitch dark in my apartment. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And a transformer across the street had fallen off the power pole. Oh thing. It was just fell. It was hanging, dangling. Wow. And they fixed it within a, f- a few hours, but it was it was weird. That's so <laughs> weird. Me. That's so random. And Matt, Matt yeah. Belknap, you guys in Burbank had some sort of a power station explosion, right? Yeah, a transformer exploded <laughs> at a substation. Which Are I, we going to be okay, guys? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Seems like this is not the time for this shit to be happening. It feels like those things just shouldn't explode randomly. And, yeah. and if they're all right? doing them so close together, that feels like... That feels like maybe it is time to buy a gun. You know what I mean? Let me uh, let me see if I can like show those you guys. people going to buy a gun because uh, they, they're going to need to protect their home during these times. Oh, boy. Cut to next week. We all need guns. But yeah. uh, here's yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can you guys see this? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Here, go ahead and play it, Matt. Look at that. Yeah. That's a legit explosion. That happened in Burbank, Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Like that's within five days. Did, did they did they explain why it happened? No, the, the only article I read about it, they were just like, they don't know what caused it. Um, but like the the power in my house just flickered for a sec and didn't go out. And I was like, oh, that was what was that? And then online, people were like, oh, my God, like people closer to it heard an explosion and obviously and saw the flames. I mean, that yeah, looks like might... it's out of a movie. Go ahead, Lauren. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. This this might be the conspiracy theorist in me. I'm shaking my pen. But <laughs> doesn't it seem possible that now that people are all working from home, there's not a lot of people out, this would be the time for a ne'er-do-well to mm. attempt their, you know, evil deeds mm-hmm. unencumbered, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. it might be mm-hmm. easier to sneak into a power plant, for example, and, and, yeah. and plant some sort of explosive. You think security's lax at the power plants? I'm saying I think security might be, be more lax everywhere right now. Like yeah. it might be easier to get away yeah. with doing something. Like I just, I'm just wondering, you know, again, this is the conspiracy theorist to me. Is this just the beginning of the explosions? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, it is. I will tell you security stronger at Target and Ralph's. That much I can tell sure you. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Let's go one at a time. You go in there, you leave, you're in. You leave, you're in. I love it. I want I want stores to be like that all the time. I don't want to go back to the way it used to be, where just you could walk wherever the fuck you wanted to in a store. Yeah. I want. I like these rules. That's the way that the, the outlet sh- uh, stores work. What's that? Outlet. The outlet malls work that way, where there's a line outside, right? Because uh, you only want to have so many people in there, because uh, you want all so many people to get those deals. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Jimmy's really revved up for this authoritarian state that we're <laughs> <laughs> heading towards. Like, He's got the haircut going. You know got what the I mean? Cut. Oh. He's ready to go. I'm ready to go. Whenever my whenever my boys need me, I'm ready for the call. Great. Happy Minute to get man. out there. I've got certain people that I have not liked for years. I, now I get to say it uh, publicly. Let's yep. go. Yep. This Jimmy, is it. Um, Jimmy, By I the just way, realized uh, Lauren, I'm I'm very curious. 
if you're if you're gonna look at the part of your pen that you just were waving around like a like a wand, mm-hmm. if you're looking at that, what does it say on the side of Acro- the part? Uh, on on here, acroball. Acroball. Uh, and then here uh, it says I, pilot. Look at this. Same pen. The exact same pen. Oh <laughs> my god. I think that's so random, but I think it's also amazing that you noticed it when I was brandishing it around over. Wow. I. Uh, uh, you could ask my family about this. I'm nuts for these pens. I love, love these, pens. these pens. I love these pens too. And I have a whole in my closet. I've got uh, 16 more on the off chance one. Uh, uh, something goes down. I didn't buy a gun. I bought 16 <laughs> pens. Are you hanging your pens, Jimmy? Is that why they're in the closet? Are you keeping them hung? Yeah, I keep my pens on the hangers. Okay. Yes, yeah. of course I do. I, I don't like a wrinkly pen. It does. Well, it keeps the ink, you know, ready to go. Good call. At right? the bottom, exactly. Am I hanging my pens? Yes. <laughs> of course. Don't we all I hang our pens? I've seen more in the closet. I was like, that feels that feels interesting. I should also tell you my pens are gay and they just haven't admitted to the public yet. <laughs> so they are, they're in the closet. That's well, a, it gets, I want your pens to know it gets better. <laughs> Thank you. I'll let them. They can hear you. They're right. But they're just behind me here. All right. I feel like that's a uh, thing that. Garen, uh, uh, so, uh, all right. You took the dogs for a walk. Everything's OK over there. The power's back on. We're all good. Power strong. <laughs> and did you have this, this house stable. party that you uh, were speaking of yesterday? Uh, was that Easter related? No. No, I was doing it on Saturday. Was it? Yes. No, it wasn't yesterday. It was Saturday. No. Yeah, it was Saturday night. I thought you said it was yesterday that the power went down. No, it went down oh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. My apologies. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked in on you yesterday to make sure everything yeah, was okay. Yeah, correct. Yes, thank you for that. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. He's got the, <laughs> he's got the time. <laughs> Shut up. I was he a nice be person. should checking in. <laughs> let, me, let me point it. Let me just let me be, feel good about myself that I checked in on my friend to oh, see how he's you're doing. Right. You're right. You're I got right. I got news here. I just Uh-oh. got a message from LADWP on my Instagram where I posted a picture of this okay. picture. Okay. Uh-huh. You can find that at my name is Garen if you're so inclined. And by the way, it's in Valley Glen, I've confirmed. <laughs> the power okay. Audit. They say, okay, I will let our crews know about it. Are you having any issues with your power at this time? Well, their social media no. people are not on it, but they're on it, you know, two days later, which is nice to know. Could you imagine? You had to wait 24 hours. There's got to be worse things in the world. I mean, can you believe, by the way, yesterday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, or was it late Saturday or Sunday, 13 tornadoes hit down between Texas and oh, Mississippi? God. Could you imagine during all of this, now you don't even have your home? Hmm. There was somewhere yeah. I also read that they had a swarm of locusts that's like five times bigger than ever seen before. This was like overseas. But doesn't it, st- again, <laughs> Let me get my pen out. Isn't it starting <laughs> to feel like end of times? Yes, like, it does. Doesn't that feel like the, the mm, I don't know. Plagues. I don't know. Plagues. They're starting. That's just I... more like, uh, that's because like the nature, with everybody in their houses, nature is just starting to like take over the planet again, <laughs> right. which is the way, the way it maybe was supposed to be. But now the insects and the animals are like, wait a minute, there's no one around. Let's just, we could, we can do this. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Man I wasn't saw a raccoon to be yesterday. Oh. Wait, what, Garen? I saw a raccoon yesterday in the street. It, coming out of the wilds. You generally don't see a raccoon in your neighborhood? Or are they every, not allowed in every, Sherman Oaks? Every once in a while. Well, you don't want those masked bandits in our neighborhood. <laughs> Valley Glen. <laughs> it's Valley Glen. <laughs> right? The, the, the raccoon. We have a little opossum that shows up every night in my ring, and I love the little guy. Oh. Yeah, I like him. I don't care what people say. I like him. I do, too. I love the opossum. I love him. Yeah. Their little faces so sad when they look at you. Yeah, they just want to get. They're just trying to go from 
point A to point B without falling into a coma because you looked at it and frightened it. <laughs> <laughs> all trying to do. I wish You're I was trying I, to live awake. That's it. That's it. I wish I could join you guys on that, but they just deep down when I see one, I, it gives me the willies. They're like it's, giant it's, rats. As I say to my wife, it is not a rodent. It's a marsupial. But it mm. looks creepy. It does. It does. But think of it as a marsupial. I can't in in the in the moment. I'm like, is that a giant rat? Ugh. That's all I yeah. do. That's what my wife does as well. So uh, look, you're not alone with this. What if you saw a kangaroo in your backyard, though? Wouldn't that uh... that would freak me out too? Actually, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> They're horrifying. They're mean, from what I understand. Yeah. I would Aggressive. recommend you tie it down. <laughs> what? Tie me kangaroo down. Uh, oh, I got your joke. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren Ash. <laughs> you're welcome. I was born in the part of the Commonwealth. Uh... Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Canada and Australia, they're in the Commonwealth. Oh, yeah. I see. Of course. Of so course. We know their songs, you know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey, Garen, the question was what uh, my son took it away. All I have now is the clue. Or is that the, is that the question or is it a clue? What? That's a good question. Is there a clue? Uh, this is the, oh yeah. Okay. As a reminder, what movie did Jack Nicholson earn $60 million? This is a little really... open-ended, isn't it? Well, like that's it. The, it means that he probably has only earned that much for one movie. Yeah, right. that would have to be. Which one do you think um, it is, Garen? My guess is, it might be crazy, but I'm going with Something's Gotta Give. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. That's a good, good guess. guess. Hmm. That's a good guess. I can't answer it. I can't answer, uh, give you the answer yet. Garen. That's the way the game works. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> You're following the rules. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need you two coming at me like that. <laughs> Ash, the fact that you were willing to jump in so quickly with Elliot infuriates me on a Monday. The day after Easter, the day that my Lord either died or lived. I don't know exactly. He rose what happened. again. He rose, he rose yeah. again. He died on Friday, right? On Good Friday, yeah. he died, and then he comes back on Sunday. Yeah. And then Monday, what? Just has a sandwich? What's happening? Party. Well, it's now all party all Now the time. he's in heaven, so yeah, it does whatever yeah. he wants. Mm. So then he right, and then when does John Legend do a bland version of that? When does that happen? <laughs> when does John Legend ruin the second greatest musical of all time? That was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. They yeah. played it again last night. They did. They yeah. did. Well, they well, re-ran that. Uh, meanwhile, Andrew Lloyd Webber's YouTube channel—I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, I think it's called "The Show Must Go On." Each week, he's airing a new full musical. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's nice. And uh, he did Jesus Christ Superstar as well with the one with, I forget the stars, but I think Tim Minchin, the comedian team Minchin, oh. Tim Minchin is, uh, is Herod, I believe. I could be wrong about all of that. That sounds like good casting. Um, Do you think he, one of the ones he'll choose is Starlight Express? Remember that one? The <laughs> Answer me, yes. <laughs> I guess so. Have we talked about this before? I feel like we did. I think yes. we did. About how ridiculous and awful it is? Yeah. That's the roller skate one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they're all a train, right? Is that the, the premise, Lauren? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Honestly, I never saw it. I, I know some of the music from it, but I, my aunt, when I was a child, went to see it and she got one of those big programs, like the glossy paper programs of it. And she was raving about it and raving about it and then hands it to me and I looked at it and I remember being maybe six, like really little and going like, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, how many songs are there about trains? Like, right? this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but maybe now's the time. Maybe I should watch it. Um, if it's one of the ones he does, I recommend you watch it. Did you guys have, have you guys all talked about cats on this show? You probably already have. 
We have, but not with you. Well, I went to see it, and let me tell you, that was a hard watch. And I, I was like, I'm here for uh, ironic viewings of a lot of things, and that was it was tough. You couldn't. It wasn't even ironic watching. No, 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 it wasn't. It it, no, I, you're, you're friends with that Rebel Wilson, right? Because I am, I, yeah. I, are you, so when you see a friend like that and such a dud, when what do you do? Do you do you, the, the, do you laugh about it with that person? Do you never bring it up? What's the what's the protocol on this? That's a great question. You know, I haven't seen her for a, a minute. It's been a little while since I've seen her, so I didn't. I normally, you know, see her movies and then message her and say like, "Hey, great job, whatever." This one I didn't, but I will say, I it's not that I thought that she was bad in it. I thought that she was fun, and she, you know, I was like, "Oh yeah, if I was cast in that role, I feel like I would have given a similar performance in terms of, you know, tone and all those kinds of things." To me, the the issue was so much bigger than the performances. Yeah. <laughs> to me, the, the performances were like, you know, I thought that they were mostly fine. It was more the, you know, everything else. The conception the costume. Yeah, the story. I, I, for me, I'm like, we all know that Cats doesn't have a plot. You know, the, mm. the stage show doesn't have a plot. We mm. all know this. But I thought going in, surely surely they'll 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 stitch something together yes and that was what was the biggest shock to me was that they didn't bother to do that i was like bold choice because i think it's difficult to watch a film it's like fantasia although i haven't re-seen i saw fantasia only as a child so correct me if i'm wrong here but i don't feel like there was it was a similar kind of thing where it felt more like vignettes yeah and i find that to be a hard thing to sit through for more 100%. than 15 20 minutes uh if i may i i watched a uh, a sort of an analysis of cats versus the cats movie and the whole thing and yeah. what what this person pointed out was that when you're when you go somewhere and you see a musical you can watch a jukebox musical that has no tendons and you're fine because you're you're seeing the actual people doing stuff in person. You can appreciate what's going on, and you're kind of uh, drawn up in the spectacle of it. When yeah. you're watching a movie, you don't get that part. And when you take that part away, then it's much like some people complain just about regular movie musicals by themselves. It's it's not the same experience, and you can't get away with that. It it doesn't work. It only really works. It's like live theater is where cats can succeed yeah on tv it, yeah. it kind of can't there's no yeah. wow factor it's, yeah it's also like other than whose line is it anyway i know so many people try to make improv tv shows and mm. it's like it just doesn't translate Tough. properly it's like the the whose line guys i think kind of got it right and i feel like it's kind of hard to do anything else that and it was also because they were also very good joke writers like and a lot of editing spot. Right, exactly. But in terms of like normal improv, it's like even if it's kind of shitty when you're live, exactly. It's a spectacle. We're sharing this thing. Like there's an energy in the room. It just you film it and it just all the, it takes the air out of it. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm all right. <laughs> uh, Jimmy really loved the movie Cats, so he's having a hard time with this conversation. <laughs> I'm hoping to go with one goddamn day without somebody bringing it up. <laughs> but here we I are, watched I it last night. Did you watch it last night? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Where is it? Where can you? Did did it come out on on home video? Uh, yes, it just recently did. Um, and you, you, but you've seen it before. I I saw it did opening day. What the fuck yeah. is going on? My roommates, we were going to watch a movie. Uh, we landed on Cats. Oh my God. <laughs> I was actually and, and, curious to see what they changed, and I didn't notice a thing different oh, right because no you saw it before they put the fixes in uh yeah 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 judy dench still has her wedding ring they're still 
floating <laughs> above the ground. So I don't know what they, yeah. they changed, but that memory song still slaps though. I can tell you that. I'm sorry. What I'm no. sorry. What does it do, no. Karen? <laughs> slaps. Sorry, I'm gonna have to mute your channel here. Let me just click this. <laughs> not okay. I'm not sure whether whether no we're one, allowed to no one has ever said that about memory and no one ever should or no one ever will again <laughs> that memory song song still slaps is what he just said you're not you're not that well, guy I've, first of all and second of all that's not what slaps means I, i'm not a i'm I not a, I, that's the first time i've ever said that by the way i don't think i've ever used that phrase what i'm saying is that it still packs an emotional punch despite the quality of the film itself so well, it slaps again, you in the face uh yeah to to Lauren's point, the, the great Jennifer Hudson is uh, is uh, she's great. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to hear her do that song, make up or not. You, you do. She's great. Yeah. But did we need to see the snot, for example? <laughs> did it need to be a snotty performance? And I would get I would go so far as to say maybe no. Maybe uh, well, no. certainly maybe not just... these, uh, these six foot times. We got to be far away from snot. Thank you very much. But You're yeah, welcome. You know what I mean? Like she. <laughs> She was very, yeah, phlegmy. It felt odd, yeah. like an odd choice. Like maybe just let her sing. Like we don't need to see the running out of her nose. But we get it. She was a sick cat. So I think snots or not, man, that thing fucking slaps. That <laughs> 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 thing. I, I just isn't that isn't that director known for for those kind of choices though. Like isn't that his whole thing? Like he like for didn't he do Les Miserables and didn't yeah. he like not yes. not have the track re-recorded? Yeah, they were all for, singing uh, live. That that's sort of that was his big innovation with Les Mis and and they well, did this too. Um, what's her name? Had the same situation when she did her song. What's her name? Uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, no, from Les Mis. I'm out. Oh, oh Anne yeah, Hathaway? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. had the snot issue also. She did too. Guy loves but, snot. Uh, this director. I thought it was great. I, 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 that made me that, I that loved single performance made me love Anne Hathaway in a way that I had not previously. Well, that's what the thing. I think that what's weird about Cats is that it's so artificial. Nothing that you're seeing is real. There's CGI fur. The background is created in a computer. So then to have this part of the performer's face be super real and having like real yeah. right. emotion happening doesn't line up. Whereas in Les Mis, if you're just having an actor on a set and everything is just like gets out yeah. of the way so she can do her performance, that works. But honestly, the boldest choice they could have made with Cats was to have no effects and just go out there and do it yeah. and be that true to it. If you're going to be true to it, then just do that. But if you're not going to be true to it, then please write a story <laughs> like that's all yeah, yeah agreed i well, yeah i would have been fine with people in cat suits like put them yeah, in costumes right. yeah. like uh, that's fine yeah. but in a real set somewhere that isn't limited to a stage yeah i would have been happy with just little cats little kitty cats <laughs> and, and just put little mouths on that would have been great too do milo Adorable. and otis style right Adorable. just have a little you know memory you don't you don't cry at that you don't think that's gonna slap garen <laughs> Little kitty cat, little calico. You could Somebody literally slap, swipe. You could you could stitch together a bunch of memes from the internet of cute kittens and make a better movie than cats. Yes. <laughs> Boy, I did watch. Uh, I went down one of those uh, wormholes the other night. Uh, Mindy Sterling, friend of our show, mm. uh, will always post some cute animal thing. And I'll click on the one that she suggests. And then 45 minutes later, I went, I've just watched 45 minutes of kitty cats. You know, going from counter to chair, and <laughs> love it. Did you see the Absolutely thing? Love it. Did you see the thing where somebody set up like uh, it's like a bunch of like nail polish and other little bottles of things on the floor, and like had their 
<laughs> their cat go through it and then it was like cats versus dog and it was like they sent the cat through it and the cat was all carefully walk, walking around like doot, doot, doot. and then they sent their little Jack Russell through it and he, he tried to jump and he landed in the middle of it and just bottles scattered all over the place it was amazing love it I love uh, it animals they're just like us yeah <laughs> um, hey listen let's take a break yeah uh, Lauren Ash is here. We'll come back. We're going to get everybody's answers. Uh, we've already got Garen's, which was as good as it gets. Is that what you went with, uh, Garen? I went with something's got to give. Oh. Uh-oh. But what something's you said, that just gave me an idea. That's probably a better guess. <laughs> Shit. Shit. That is a good guess. Go fuck yourselves. We'll be back. Hey guys, Matt, here are some dates for you. Lauren Ash is on Twitter at Lauren underscore Ash. She is also on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. I believe that's her middle name. That's probably why that's like that. And don't forget to watch Superstore. That's on NBC on Thursday nights. They're wrapping up their season, as she'll uh, explain her if she hasn't already on the show. Uh, you can see uh, the few episodes remaining, I think, of that uh, show for the season. And uh, enjoy it. It's great. Never Not Funny, uh, nothing to really report on the live front at the moment, but we'll keep you up to date as we find out what's going on in our live schedule for Never Not Funny and for Jimmy. Uh, of course, Bardcastathon has moved to October, October 10th, and we're going to raise money for Smile Train on that day. Um, you can always watch uh, Never Not Funny clips at youtube.com slash nevernotfunny, and you can uh, see the uh, acclaimed web series Jimmy's Records and Tapes at that same location. Meanwhile, Jimmy's on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. Garen's at my name is Garen. If you want to support Garen uh, during this time, uh, you can uh, certainly check out his Patreon. Uh, that is patreon.com slash my name is Garen. And also, if you want a, a special personalized message from him or maybe send that as a gift to somebody, you can check him out on Cameo. That's Cameo. Uh, I don't know what the... Is it Cameo.com maybe? Cameo whatever slash my name is Garen. It's the same username there. So check that out and enjoy. Matt, I'm going to quote my... Listen, I've told you, they're one of my favorite bands. Aha. Yeah. They have a song called Hunting High and Low. You know, I'll be hunting high and low. They do it better than that. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I know that you and I do the same thing. We hunt high and low to find 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and uh, for Danielle, uh, wild-caught salmon. It's hard to do that at the grocery store, isn't it? Well, especially now when you don't really want to maybe be in a grocery store for a prolonged period of time uh, hunting around. You want to limit your indoor uh, time with uh, strangers. And uh, so I, you know, I just go butcher box. So just forget it. Let, let them bring the meat to me. You know what? You, you nailed it. Luckily, today's sponsor, Butcher Box, believes everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meats. ButcherBox couldn't be easier. You just sign up, you select your box and they ship it right to your door every month. And when you sign up right now, you get their steak sampler with six grass-fed, grass-finished steaks. Nice. Because the best steak night is free steak night, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. That, boy, do I love steak. I have not had a steak. Uh, and maybe ButcherBox will solve this problem for me, but I have not had a steak since this pandemic started. Oh, my because God. Because of, uh, you know. Yeah. You're not going to restaurants, and uh, you don't like cooking meat in your house. That's right. But when I do go to a restaurant, I get a steak because I don't uh, generally uh, get that at the home. But I, now, ButcherBox will solve that problem. Every month, ButcherBox is going to ship a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. No added antibiotics or hormones ever. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat. That's enough for 24 individual meals. Now, that could be 12 days. Maybe you want to do lunch and dinner. 
with mm-hmm. that. Maybe you want to do uh, spread that out over 24 meals. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe if there's bacon involved, you're bringing in breakfast into the mix. Maybe there's 12 people in your house and that's just two dinners. Well, that's a great point. That's a, well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. Are you running an orphanage? <laughs> I'm taking, uh, I'm t- taking people in. It's mostly, mostly uh, wild dogs, but uh, they love the, they love the steaks too. I mean, you, you should see them when the steak starts cooking, they go crazy. Oh, I would imagine. And, and by the way, I know that, uh, that that song, Wild Dogs by Duran Duran scares you. So I don't, I, I'm glad that we're moving on from that quickly. Wild, wild dogs. Wild dogs always bark. All right. Listen, you can customize uh, your box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you're going to get exactly what you want i say it again it is a no-brainer it's the best meat shipped right to your door which means one less trip to the grocers and you got options like 100 grass-fed and finished beef as i mentioned the organic the free-range organic chicken the heritage pork the wild-caught alaska salmon and sugar slash nitrate free bacon yeah baby that's the best it's the way meat should be man mm-hmm. it's the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy humanely raised meat from butcher box you get the highest quality meat for just about six bucks a meal and they even have free shipping nationwide except Alaska and Hawaii. But Alaska's covered. They got the salmon right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Just step outside your door and uh, stick your hand out. The salmon jumps into your hand. In fact, they can't wait to get into that uh, griddle. Is that how you do a salmon <laughs> griddle? Sure. That's one way. Uh, now, listen, for a limited time, new members get six free grass-fed, grass-finished steaks when they go to butcherbox.com pardo. Now, let me break that down for you, Matt. You're going to get two New York strips. Mm-hmm. and four top sirloins added to your first box for free. Nice. Act quickly. This offer is only good through Cyber Monday. That is six grass-fed, grass-finished steaks for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash pardo. That is butcherbox.com slash pardo. B-U-T-C-H-E-R-B-O-X dot com slash pardo. Butcherbox. A better way to meet. Matt, let's talk about our buddies over there at Quip. They got this great new flossy thing that I want to talk about with yeah, you. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's very cool. Now, listen, these you see these plastic floss picks and stuff. I, I Admittedly, I have them in my car, and then uh, you got to throw them away, and it just mucks everything up. Uh, you know, the, uh, Quip has this new thing that you and I were talking about before we started uh, talking uh, uh, with microphones in front of our faces yeah. uh, on how cool this thing is. It's very cool. It looks like uh, Elise noticed that it, it kind of looks like an earbud case, like uh, like you have uh, your Raycons or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little bigger, but it's 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 got a cool snapshot, like almost a, I think it's a magnetic snapshot case. Uh, and then on the inside, you've got the 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 holder, and then this thing you just you you pop you press the Q on the holder, and it opens up the the mouth of the guy, and then you snap down. Grab your floss, snap it shut, and then you pull and and uh, cut that that little segment, and then you're only using that amount of floss, just the amount of from from point A to point B on the grabber, and you're not wasting floss, you're not wasting reusable plastic uh, doodads, and uh, and then that that the spool underneath is easily replaceable too. So uh, it's, it's great, it's genius. It's also fun. It's fun <laughs> it to is. everything you just described is fun to do. Yeah. And, uh, and you kind of look forward to flossing, which I think we could all agree. Nobody looks forward to flossing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So you get it in there. You press that cue. You open it up. You get in there. You cover it down. And then before you know it, you're flossing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're singing a song, man, with, with fresh teeth. <laughs> uh, now, listen, you know, Quip, it's the electric toothbrush that we talk about all the time. It's got the sleek 
look, well, now they got the sleek, reusable floss pick that you'll want next. Uh, as we mentioned, it's got a durable handle uh, that is easy to guide, restrings with a click, comes with a compact mirror. You forgot to mention the mirror, Matt. Oh, yeah, inside the case is a little mirror. So a little mirror. If you're on a date, mm-hmm. right, if we're ever out of this COVID, you're on a date, and you go, I got a little something, you pop that up, and you got a little mirror right there, you get up in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a single refill pod that replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. All right, so this is, uh, let me tell you this. If you're not a pick person, Quip also has a refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush. Uh, Quip has the simple guiding features you like. Uh, It's got the timed uh, sonic vibrations. Uh, You can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors. Matt, you were talking about uh, making them of those soccer team colors that you like, your your Quip brush. Yeah, well, because uh, now I have the black handle with the because it has the Bluetooth sync thing. So that they have, Quip has an app which lets you track your brush progress and, and actually earn rewards, which is pretty cool. Um, but the handle on that one's black. So I was thinking if I could get a gold top part with the black handle, that would be like LAFC black and gold. But uh, now I just got a, 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 a just one of my regular replacements. So now it, now mine's black and white, which also looks pretty cool. Uh, so uh, I, I'd like to talk about this further with you off the air. But the point is this: <laughs> okay. uh, Quip is uh, fantastic. We all use them. Everybody here in my family uses them. Over there, the Belknaps use it. We like the Quip, and now we like this Quip Floss as well. Uh, you got as Matt mentioned, it's got that uh, that new app, the free Quip app that you can get. Uh, so you can get amazing rewards like free products and discounts. Uh, as you track and coach better oral health habits two minutes a day, twice a day. Uh, Quip also delivers brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Uh, bring delight to your everyday brushing and join over 5 million mouths. <laughs> brushing with Quip, starting at $25. Now, here's your CTA. If you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, you will get your first refill free. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pardo. And you will get your first refill for free. Quip uh, uh, has better oral health made simple. Getquip.com slash Pardo. Uh, again, I use it. Matt uses it. I'm now using this new floss thing. I'm on board with Quip. I'm on board with the app. I like everything about Quip. I'm a Quip guy, Matt. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'll Quip all day. Uh, well, it's Quip this, Quip that, Quip everywhere you want to go. Quip, Quip McDonald had a farm. If you get uh, go to getquip.com slash Pardo right now, get your first refill free. Getquip.com slash Pardo. Quip! A better way to floss and brush. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2607. Lauren Ash is here. I believe she's got a, a friend with a, uh, has joined her. Do you get a little friend with you there, Lauren? This is my dog, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Uh, Hi, doorbell Peaches. rang, so we had a little bit of a meltdown over here, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're calming down now. We're calming back down. How many dogs do you have over there, Lauren? I have two canines and one, one feline. Two dogs a little, and a cat. A little kitty cat? Where's your, what's your yeah. kitty cat's name? Sharky. Little Sharky. Yeah. I don't even I know what Sharky looks named, like, and I love it. I have a dog named Fox, a cat named Sharky, and then, and then this other dog, Peaches. But uh, uh, animals named after other animals, for some reason, I thought was funny. I also bought a Jeep Patriot because I thought it was funny because I'm not American. So sometimes <laughs> people do bits for no good reason. Sure. You know, that's a commitment. Uh, commitment I got to two things to say, Lauren. Number one, you know, peaches are not animals, right? <laughs> I do. I okay. do know that. That's yes. my first concern. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also, uh, to your point of doing bits for nobody else in uh, 1998, uh, might have been 1997, I got a personalized license plate uh, that said PGA 99. 
to make two guys laugh as I pulled up to the golf course as if I was going to join the tour in 1999 and I was just getting ready for it. And uh, I pulled up and I went, uh, take a look at that plate. And they went, okay. <laughs> so it paid off. It really paid off. You know what? Those are the, those are the wins. Those are the wins. <laughs> yeah. I then had that license plate for, you know, however long I had that car. What a dunce. Dunce. Uh, all right. Garen Cockrell has already given his trivia answer, which was, uh, which one was it, Garen? What'd you say again? Something's, Something's got to give. give. Who's that? Now, look, I, 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 because I even said the other title before, it's, it's clear I don't remember what that movie is. Who is in that with him? Uh, Diane Keaton. That's the newer one, right? Diane Keaton, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that was a pretty yeah, good yeah, movie, yeah. right? I like that movie. Yeah. It was cute. That's not Ask Schmidt, right? That's another movie. Different movie. That's about that Schmidt. That would be a, about Schmidt. Yeah, but I, I, I'm talking about the one called Ask Schmidt, where you just sit down with Mike Schmidt and just ask him questions about uh, podcasting. That's a great one. Yeah, what's that woman's name? And I'm blanking on the woman's name who she did uh, uh, Father of the Bride, and, and she did a bunch of those uh, movies with um, Diane Keaton. Um, is it Nora Ephron, or is it the other no, one? No, no. It's um, the other one, right? Yeah, she was she was married to a guy who they were like partners. They wrote and directed together when they did Father of the Bride, and then they divorced. And she made like six movies about her divorce. I think <laughs> after that, I'm blanking on her name though. What the hell? God, Nancy, the Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Myers. yes, that's right. As good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's check in with the ass nobbler. He's over there behind Video Village. It's not ass nobbler. Nobber. It's nobber. <laughs> ass nobber. Get it right. Uh, I gave you the nickname. I know. Yeah, Put an can, L in there. Actually, Make it I, nobbler. I, I gave me the nickname accidentally. Yeah, because I true. said ass nobber. Um, uh, so all right. The few, the one, the ass nobber. Uh, Elliot, what's uh, now? The last time when we did the isolation file, you had a situation where you had to get up in the middle of the episode and go deal with a crisis. Is everything all right over there at the? Yeah, there? it wasn't a crisis. It was just that uh, you know. People, some people are working and some people aren't. And, and so we didn't have any vendors coming by to do anything at the building. And then all of a sudden, three vendors were either knocking on my door or calling my phone. And if they're here, I kind of feel obligated to assist them so mm-hmm. that they can do what they need to do. So uh, that's what happened then. Uh, we're still still getting units prepped for maybe somebody moving in. Uh, somebody to be somebody moving decides, in during this no. time? This nobody nobody time is. To, okay. Yeah, but, but somebody I mean, might have to. Somebody, what if you were planning on moving out from somewhere and right, and you've given your notice and it's it's locked in or something right. like that, or you just don't want to be there anymore. But uh, there's, you know, it's hard to get some materials so so the units aren't finished yet. All right, what do you what are you guys lacking? Carpeting? What do you guys need over there? Draperies? No, all that stuff is fine. It's actually the appliances. Um, there, the one unit we have um, uh, an unusually small stove situation. It's a twenty four inch stove. It's oh. a smaller kitchen, and uh, those are hard to get. And right now, uh, we can't get one. So, I apologize for using this joke in front of Lauren, but of course, that means that's uh, that stove is twelve of my cocks, and it's hard to get. Very hard to get. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody knows it more than I do. Listen, uh, yes, Lauren. Oh no, I, I was. I, I appreciate the joke. <laughs> Thank you, Peaches. Your thoughts. <laughs> Peaches has nothing to say. She's nothing to uh, say. Elliot, uh, because we are at a time restraint, believe yeah. it or not, during this uh, <laughs> uh, time where nobody has anything to do, uh, we, we found the one guest that apparently is the busiest person in the world. You have no idea. 
what are you doing? I'm, uh, it's, first of all, it's, I've been working eight to nine hour days. I'm not even kidding. Wow. you. Yeah, hmm. it's it's unbelievable, but it's been busy, busy, busy. Well, so good. Yeah. I'm glad you took time away to join us. I this was a priority to me. God damn right. It was. Of course it was. <laughs> it never, it never won't be. Um, <laughs> we knew you before you were famous. Don't you, you ever don't have to threaten that. me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am agreeing with you. I'm the one who offered that this was a priority. Yes. Sounds like you forgot where you came from, lady. I, but I absolutely didn't. I've proven it. I've proven it today. You know what? Check yourself in the mirror, sister. <laughs> I, I am. Check constantly. your ego at the door. <laughs> the virtual uh, door. Elliot, what's your answer? All right. I had two choices. The one I went with is a few good men. Ooh! Damn it! That's another good one. Good shit! God mm-hmm. damn it! Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Because we have to then recap this. Let's get to you quickly. Yeah, I, I was. I I don't think anyone's ever been paid sixty million up front for movie necessarily, but especially him. But so I thought with back end, I was going to say Batman. I don't know if you that was my other choice. Batman. Right. Uh, Lauren, who'd you go with? Or what? 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 Controversial guess. I went with as good as it gets. Ooh. Now listen, that's controversial because I brought it up earlier and you just stole it from me. That's why it's controversial? It's controversial. I didn't think that that made it controversial. I thought more that it was like, would somebody really get that amount of money for that kind of movie? But I felt like during the time and he was a big star, I think it's possible. I don't disagree with you. And I also agree. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going oh, not the answer yet. I'm going to give my answer. I wrote it down somewhere. I'm going to show it to you. Uh, can you read that? Okay. Batman. That, that Batman. I also want Batman. Batman, Matt. Okay. Nice work. Uh, that's like that's a good that's a good guess, I feel like. Thank you, Elliot, but you didn't go with it, but you said it was no. your second choice. My my reasoning was that uh, you know, it was a it was a risky thing and maybe maybe they didn't uh, have spend as much money on that movie for the actors. That was my All thought. Right. Now listen, let me get my uh But that was that that, that that actually supports my belief that he was given a significant part end. of the back end, yeah. Yeah. Right, here here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Here's your answer. It was, in fact, Batman. Batman. Jeez. I can't believe I got a trivia question right. High five, Jimmy. Oh. Clink. <laughs> your hand <No>. disappeared. <laughs> Where do I go? I mean, there's no way that I can make that work, just so that you know. <laughs> Jimmy just pulled a muscle trying to do a high five over Zoom. I actually, uh, in doing that, I hit my mute button. Oh. Uh, which may be a plus to the show. Um, all right, quickly, everybody, uh, what would you score? And then we got to say goodbye to our friend. Yeah. I went 18. Uh, go ahead. I went 25. I had to. Pop culture, that's... Wow. I would be yelled at if I didn't. Mm-hmm. I went 10. I also guessed guessed 25. I, I was like, go hard or go home. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, there's no reason for you not to, Lauren. Unless you want that... Fi- you know, you got to be strategic for the for the money. Yeah. So, Jimmy, what did you bet? I bet uh, 12. All right. Mm. Nice. What'd you go with, Matt? 18. 18. Ah. So you win the money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but we both get those points added to our totals. So yep. you're now at 38 and I'm at uh, 12. Yep. Do I have to pay somebody money because I lost? Yeah. You've got to pay us all. And hear me out. <laughs> One thousand dollars. I know that seems wow. high. Wow! Wow! Oh, I should have got this info up front. Damn. It all has to do with what job you had prior to this uh, crisis, <laughs> and since like you were on television, <laughs> of you course, of course. Yeah, if we that had like a, just a guy who, uh, working a nine to five, he'd pay a couple of bucks. Different story, right? Yep. You Progressive. get it, right? You go on your unemployment, your SAG AFTRA. Sure. I, I didn't, for the record. 
<laughs> I guess you don't have to. Well, this is not a conversation for the, on the air. We can talk uh, about it later. <laughs> or never. That, sure. Your, your, Whatever your you choice. Want. Uh, all right, Lauren, you got to go. You have very busy things you got to get to. I do, unfortunately, yes. But I want you to know that I had stuff come up for today, and I said you have to work around my Never Not Funny recording. I was like, this Thank is you. in stone. So there you go. That's because I don't forget where I came from, God damn it. <laughs> and I love you guys to the moon and back. So and, anytime. And us, you. Yes. Uh, so stay there for a second. The while I say about everybody, Lauren. Yep. Uh, everybody at home, we thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, we thank you guys for watching, if that's how you chose to do this. Uh, be safe. Uh, six feet. Do everything the right way. Uh, you know, wash your hands. Ten and two. Goggles and gloves. Whatever you need to do to stay safe. Now's the time to do it. I'll be having the pop culture. He's looking right there. There's Garen Cockrell, uh, back there uh, behind Video Village. That's the ass number. Elliot Hopper, the Honcho back uh, back at Mission Control. That is uh, Matt Belknap, our great friend Lauren Ash. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.